daddy gonna stay in school and, and graduate. You're gonna die, Klaus! You can do it! Captain Insano shows no mercy. You can do it! I love my mama very much. Now you know that. Once again, things that could have been brought to my attention yesterday! Hello and welcome to the Sandler Pit, the podcast where, well, moron, good for Happy Gilmore. Oh my God! <laughs> right, brilliant. Uh, I think that was from Happy Gilmore because you said the name of the film as you were doing it. That was really lazy, Luke. Yeah, and I literally just looked in my notepad for, for my notes for the next episode. That hasn't happened yet. <laughs> so, oh, well. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Sandler Pit. We're a podcast that watches and talks about every single Adam Sandler TV show, film, or appearance or production credit. And this episode, we're going to be focusing on the Netflix animated film that is going to be the hit of winter 2023, which is the film Leo. I think you undersold Leo. It's actually the Netflix animated coming of age comedy musical film, Leo. (laughs) Sorry, of course. It's going to be a musical and except i haven't seen any of the scenes of them singing we're in such a post postmodern time now where films have five genres <laughs> <laughs> so leo you've just watched the trailer literally this last couple of minutes but after i told you it was yeah. quite good yeah and you didn't look like you agree <laughs> with what i said it looks all right so it's it's a film about a lizard that's 74 years old he lives in a classroom but he can also secretly speak in english yeah. and humans can understand him but he just hasn't spoken to them <laughs> and yeah yeah sorry <laughs> he vomited in his mouth thinking just about leo thinking of all the musical what if lizards could speak <laughs> i love some of the comments on these it's like i've lo- i've still got the trailer open on my phone yeah. And the comments are like, this is going to be one of those feel-good lessons on life kind of movies, which a lot of children and even grown-ups will benefit from watching. Looking Fair forward enough. to it. I'm glad to see Adam Sandler in different roles. He could act <laughs> if he has actual material, like in Uncut Gems, the, the role <laughs> being a lizard. <laughs> Someone slagging off Uncut Gems via Leo. I like that. You were saying before that toy story invented toy story invented talking animal films i think i said yeah which meant (laughs) it was absolutely insane something like that but you're saying that they kind of came up with the or this popularized the idea of things having a bit of a secret life yeah because i think i i i guess you're you were right with lady and the tramp and 101 dalmatians and stuff though but like they're kind of just it just kind of feels like it's alongside humans for some reason yeah. in those films i don't know what it is maybe pixar just tapped into that emotion a little bit more or something i was gonna say though that if like tramp or lady or pongo or any of the of 101 dalmatians <laughs> yeah, they want to got? spot <laughs> should i go well, i'll list them all <laughs> names... do not. no 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 you asked for it names got, you've got a, every... a strict six o'clock finish because it's cruising night <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got a strict one. So there's Perdita, Pongo, Lucky, Cad Pig. Cad Camp Pig? pig. <laughs> what? Cad Pig, but I'm looking at him and he looks horrible. He looks uh, awful. Then there's Roly. Yeah. That's it. That's all the named ones. 
Yeah, they were quite lazy with the 101 Dalmatians. I thought there'd be 101 personalities, but it turns out they're just the same dog over and over again. There's just one fat one. Yeah, (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Rolly. Who's Camp Pig then? Cab... Have a look at it, because it doesn't even look like a Disney animated thing. It's just... It's called Cad Pig. He's had that CGI facelift out of um, the Chip and Dale film. Cad Pig looks terrible, so... Who only appears in 101 Dalmatians, the series. Oh, so he's uh, a TV... Di- Ooh. He's a TV <laughs> I don't one. like him. He looks like he's from Powerpuff Girls. I know, he looks terrible, doesn't he? And as a, of the original 15 puppies, uh, she is the youngest and the runt of the litter. She's the one who died. <laughs> oh, so that's her ghost in the series, do you think? No, no, she dies and then the guy rubs him, rubs it back to life. And then it, and she comes back with that fucked up head. Fucked up head, <laughs> yeah. You'd, you'd think, like, if if one of them died, you wouldn't call them Cad Pig. <laughs> that's <laughs> a terrible name for it. She did There's have one, a name before. Isn't there one called Lucky? Why didn't they call the one that died Lucky? <laughs> Cad Pig. Anyway, but in all those films, the dogs can't talk to the people. That's That's not something they can do. Yeah. If they try to talk, it would sound like barks, which I thought this would be the vibe here. But this this lizard can talk in English and has just been pretending or hiding that yeah, for, for 70 years or something. I kind of feel like we're bookending the year with quite similar films because we did Norm of the North. And I feel like that had a few things where we were like, Norm, I can't remember. Could he speak to humans or not? He can date humans, can't he? And they can hear him speaking in English. Yeah, maybe they could. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, though, but I'm hoping this is better than that because that was rubbish. I think anything could be better than that. The trailer looked better. Yeah, yeah, the trailer does look good. And it looks like they've at least got rights to, like, songs and stuff, whereas Norm of the North don't think it even had rights to polar bears. <laughs> and he was a mascot. Why did why did he run as a mascot? Yeah, do you remember there was just... that plot about it being, like, something like he was trying to stop nuclear meltdown or something? <laughs> He wasn't trying to stop nuclear he war. He was. He was trying to stop like that. The guy who was trying to like make a housing estate in the North Pole. He was trying, he was trying to make trying a to housing stop, estate. Like, energy, the energy crisis. He was trying to stop because the housing crisis. They decided to build houses in the North Pole, but it only became popular when he became the mascot. So he caused <laughs> he actually the North Pole's downfall. And he's did his wife have that fucked face? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. His wife was a mess. <laughs> anyway enough about uh... yeah check out that episode though if you're if you're enjoying this leo one listen to our norm of the north one yeah um, if you really want that animal phil has it um, been a good year for animated films that's one thing we should probably mention this is gonna be one of the last year. ones of the year i mean what's come out this year that's been animated. boots the last wish that Very was brilliant one. that was brilliant um, you know what though that felt like short-lived hype at the time i really loved it but I've not really thought about it much since. No, but I don't think that's much of a Doesn't problem. Matter. I feel like I feel like if I watched it again, I'd enjoy it. Yeah, just it would the all same. Come back. Yeah, uh, very so good. Anim- film. Animated films I've seen this year. Um, Spider Verse. Yeah, I loved Spider Verse. That was really good. Great film. Bad that they kind of like tortured all their artists though. But no, it's the way to do it. If Kubrick did it and it worked, <laughs> <laughs> got to do it there. Uh... Yeah, it's got to be done sometimes. Um, um, Elemental, which I didn't see that. I thought I'm really was... done with Pixar at the moment. So you're really done with them. Mm. What do you mean? Oh, no, done. Just, yeah, tired of their output. Ah, oh, I see. 
yeah, this one I didn't really like too much, to be honest. I thought that it was about like it was about like racism and it was about all this, but it was about fire and water people and this like middle class water person. He just sucked. He was such a like loser. And I hated him. And he's I was right at quenching firsts. <laughs> he's not. He's terrible. Oh God. I was round at Sophie's house, like, and all her family were all talking about how much they liked it. And I was just <laughs> sat there like ruminating. I was like, I hate this film. Every Thursday it. they have elemental appreciation classes. <laughs> <laughs> they all talk about it every Thursday. They watch Elemental every single Thursday, and it's is is bothering me to be honest because <laughs> yeah. they really six hours of their week taken up by watching yeah. and talking about that film. I just don't think they balance the story idea of poor resource management <laughs> and racism properly. And this water guy sucks, and I hate him. Anyway. I love the idea of you saying that and then being like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa!" This is Elemental appreciation. Yeah. This is an Elemental house. Get Criticisms out. down the road. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, it was fine, wasn't it? It was all right. It wasn't as bad Enjoyable. as I it was going to be. Yeah, it was all right. Um, I went to see at the London Film Festival, but I oh, saw yeah. it You've in seen Sheffield. Chicken Run, haven't you? I saw Dawn of the Nugget. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I think it's uh, it's good. I liked it a lot. I thought it was. I've, I've done a real Ardman rewatch this year. Well, have you? They're good stuff. Yeah, actually, it's, you know what? I, got, I did about half of this. <laughs> yeah, like man one. I've never, there's still, I've never seen that Caveman one. I saw it in cinema. It was all right, but I don't know if I'm going to rewatch it. Yeah. I want to rewatch that Pirates one. That was good from what I remember. Yeah. So, what, so you didn't watch that either? Didn't watch that. Didn't watch Flushed Away. So you just did barely watch any of them. Yeah. And Chicken Run. <laughs> but yeah, the new ones. And the, new ones thing. the new one's very decent. There's a Liverpudlian chicken in it. Oh, yeah. Uh, nice. Yeah. There's like a really good threat. Yeah, maniac villain. It's for nice. decent. Something for everyone. Yeah, and then the best animated film of the year is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant oh, Mayhem. Oh, how could I forget? Yeah, I yeah. really loved that film. <laughs> Brilliant. Like I, I like I've loved the the turtles since I was a boy, but this is the yeah. best version of them ever. Yeah, same. I pretended I really liked Michael Bay ones because I wanted to try and kid myself into thinking I really liked them, and I, I really remember. only didn't mind the second one. We were at university. I remember my uh, little brother was visiting. He was only like twelve or something at the time, and Perfect I was meant for it. I was meant to go on a date out with my current girlfriend at the time. Uh, and she bailed and then broke up with me like a week after or whatever. And I ended up going to the cinema and taking him with Jack to see <laughs> the Michael Bay <laughs> Teenage Ninja Turtles film whilst really sad <laughs> about my failing relationship. That's the best way to watch it. So yeah, yeah, a quite solid year for animation films then, really, I would say. Pretty I good think... ones. I think three of those films I've rated at least four stars plus on letterboxed so i agree i think we're in a really innovative time for animation yeah i think that's my beef with this trailer it just looks really like it could have come out in the last like any year from the last 12 years couldn't it yeah it's got like secret life of pets vibe and Hmm. and stuff like that. it doesn't look like massively original but I don't know. I'll keep an open mind. I think. I mean, I feel like we've we've been sort of missing that DreamWorks edge of where like kids, the films that are for kids have that element where like an adult is going to get the same amount of fun from it as a as a kid, mm. in terms of like the comedy sort of ones. Because I feel like Illumination, their films, I think they're fun, but they're fun in like slapsticky kind of mm. silly ways. But you don't have that 
extra element that you get from like a Shrek, for example. Yeah. And Hotel Transylvania kind of had a bit of that for me and you, but I don't know if that's just because we had a we watched them in a bloody weird the way. Mentally ill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully Leo has a bit of that. It kind of looks like there's a, a bit of a adult spin on it. And it is coming from Happy Madison. So I mean, they last episode we watched Bat Mitzvah, they managed to make a quite decent coming of age, like woman oriented film. So maybe they can make a a cool attempt at a kid's film. Who knows? Yeah, I- I'm keeping an open mind with this one. I think it's going to be all right. So when we watch these films, we usually have a Sandler scale, which is a list of tropes we often see in different Adam Sandler films, such as mm-hmm. being good at sports, having big shorts, uh, Adam Sandler singing, which I hope we will because we're in a musical. Coming of age musical comedy film. Um, how do you think we're going to do on the Sandler scale for this episode? Really well, I think. I can imagine this having loads of fast food product placement. Like, I mean, in the trailer alone, they play Boston more than the feeling. That's a 70s or 80s rock song. <laughs> There's bound to be a maniac villain, probably Time. Time will probably be the villain because Leo's going to die. He's 74. Yeah, so the film is about an old lizard and he's about to die. Yeah. Kind of trying to recapture his youth or recapture the life he never lived or like hit his bucket list. So. We have the potential for a very, very harrowing film, which I really hope we lead <laughs> it's into. the Irishman of children's lizard films. <laughs> I really, really want them to leave the light on at the end. <laughs> slowly I hope he dies to... at the end. But yeah, anyway, <laughs> I, I think I think it'll be tropey, don't you? Yeah, I think it'll also be tropey. Well, I hope so, but also if it's child-oriented, it's probably not going to hit all of the classic ones. Mm. And I'm purposely not looking at the cast because I'd want to avoid any cameos or special appearances but yeah i feel like there could be some surprises but we haven't had like a proper adam sandler happy madison comedy for a while have we murder mystery was that a, a few comedy months ago <laughs> yeah i think they're supposed to be funny they're an action they're action films yeah they're hybrid he, you're, you're right he hasn't done like a grown-ups type film yeah. for quite a while now i don't remember the last time i saw david spade or any of them in one of his films yeah they've not is it because of covid They've not hung out as much. <laughs> They've surely, gone out he's, such. surely he's distancing himself from Rob Schneider because that man has like fully, what do you call it, blue pilled or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So is Alan that Coburn Viagra. a bit. Yeah, <laughs> red pilled, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's probably he's, both. But... He's far gone now. Anyway, yeah. so yeah, grab your. <laughs> Looks like grab your lizard, <laughs> grab your lizard, grab your tank, grab your clock to look at the passage of time, and come back shortly as we go and watch Leo. Lovely. Bye. You are now listening to the Sandler Pit. Mother of Godzilla. And we are back. We've watched the movie Leo. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know what that was. I can't remember what Leo's voice is like. But we've watched the film Leo, and now we're here to talk about it. And we're in high energy, high moods. And Luke Thomas is going to show us that high energy and high mood when he discusses the plot of the Netflix animated film Leo. Yeah, so Leo is about... Um, what kind of lizard is he? He's an old like one. An iguana? Um, yeah, I'm not too sure. Yeah, maybe an iguana. They don't really say what he is, do they? I don't think. They just say he's a lizard, don't they? Just a lizard, yeah. So he lives in a school. What class are they? Like, I guess in our year... Fifth grade, our... they are. Are they year sixes? I think so. It, it seems like they're about to... Yeah, because they don't they say they're going to graduate from this school? 
yeah, yeah. But they have graduations all the time in America, and I don't know what age they are when they graduate. Like, are they like 13, 14? Yeah, because some of them do. I don't know if, if you did. I know my wife did, but you know, like where primary schools even broken up into two different schools. Yeah, infants and juniors. Yeah, mine was called a JMI, like junior mixed infants. So we just stayed at the same school for the whole time. Uh, ours yeah. was the same, but there was like a they separated them with like a, a hill, <laughs> <laughs> like a, a man-made hill coming out of the walls. No, ours was all in just one big building. But anyway, Leo lives in a year six classroom, basically. And um, he's been in the same classroom since 1949. And then he overhears one of the dads at the school saying that these this breed of lizard lived to be 75 years old. And he works out that he's 74 years old. So he decides that he needs to escape so he can live his be- best life mm-hmm. before he dies the following year. Yeah, he keeps get trying to get taken home by some of the students, uh, and then he reveals to them that he can speak, mm-hmm. and all animals can speak, and then he basically becomes their like therapist to the class. What did you think of Leo? I quite liked it, to be honest. I had quite a good time yeah. watching it. My wife really liked it. She really liked it. She, she like we were like halfway through, and she was like, "I might rate this five stars on Letterboxd." <laughs> 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 And she was like comparing it to all the other films that we've watched recently. And she's like, I enjoyed it more than I enjoyed that. And it was like a lot of films that have been all right. Killers of the Flower Moon. or (laughs) That was her limit. It wasn't quite (laughs) as good as that. Yeah, I don't know. I had quite a fun time with it. I think I went in with like really low expectations because like these sort of films just don't really do it for me. Like a secret life of pets type thing. But I think that I don't know who it's for. So if you're objectively trying to interview, uh, review this as a film for kids, I think it's quite confused in that sense because there's a lot of pretty rude stuff in this. A lot yeah. of those sort of like jokes about like ex-wives and stuff, like weird kind of sexual jokes. And like there's there's like a running plot that this supply teacher fancies the gym teacher. She has like his jock strap hanging on the wall at one point. There's like loads <laughs> of weird little details like that. I just found myself constantly laughing at it don't know if it was with it but in terms of like enjoyment i did enjoy it so yeah i was i was all right with it I had a fun time surprisingly it is a musical and i couldn't tell you a single one of the songs though mm. out of the like five or six that are in it but we move it was it was still fun um what did you think of this uh, i didn't like it i to give some context i'm i'm very 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 tired i'm really tired this is the You're hungover. This is... I'm not hung over. I'm not that hungover. I only had like a few glasses of wine. I yeah, went to an art show yesterday, and I went to sleep quite late. And I woke up at like six this morning because I was sleeping on a sofa, which was about three quarters of the length of my body. And I woke up in the middle quite of the night. Thing. Pardon? Quite a big sofa then. Oh, thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I usually you'd think like to crop like pop your legs at the end. Mm. But I popped my body, so I slept like upright, like this. I've really hurt my back. I went around National Portrait Gallery, and I'm I'm just really, really tired. And I watched this on the train on my phone on the way back, mm. and it's really, really, really long, like really long. It's not way it's longer an hour and forty minutes long. It's really long. It feels really long, and no, you're wrong. I think it, I think it had its moments, and there was moments where I felt like I was going to burst into tears. <laughs> But I I don't think I'm I didn't really massively enjoy it. I don't think it's very bad, but I just 
didn't really like it. It wasn't really for me. And I think I agree with you as well. I don't really know who this is for. And I think it had a, quite a few issues with the animation and the pacing. But yeah, there were still things to like in it as well. It definitely yeah. feels cheap in terms of like the animation, but kids probably don't really care about that, do they? I guess not, but I don't know. I'm just thinking, I mean, it's unfair to compare, but this year we've had like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, mm. and this, the another Spider-Verse film, and both of them just look amazing. Both of them like mm. revolutionary they're action, animation. They're action films though. Yeah, yeah, but they have like an interest animation style. It's not the the action; it's just the way it's been drawn yeah. or illustrated. And then this is just like really, really bland. And there's bits where the animation does look really terrible. I feel like we're mm. me and you have, have become kind of desensitized to bad an- animation, though, because we've been watching so many like straight to video Pinocchio films that are like yeah, animated true. horribly. Mm. But this this still wasn't very good. Like it didn't have any of that. Who's the director of um, the Hotel Transylvania film? I know, but I'm going to feed off of you being in this terrible mood. Gene Tardakovsky? Gendy. What? Gendy Tardakovsky, isn't it? Gendy Tardakovsky. Something like that. Yeah, he doesn't have his, like, flair to it, but... No, but again, that has film... They're, like, more exciting things to work with. I would say this... It's just a very low to the ground sort of animal film. It's got the odd moment where like something a bit more heightened would have helped, but for the most part, it's just an animal in a in a little cage, a terrarium, yeah. or whatever they're called. But no, I don't know. It's the first time in a long time that I've watched like a kids animated film, and it's reminded me of how like Shrek has that sort of subversive humour in it. It's I'm not saying it's as good as Shrek. It's definitely not. <laughs> no, but the fact that like I'm I'm thinking a lot because like. Some of my friends are parents now and stuff, and they say about, oh, oh yeah, sure. my kid, my kid always wants to watch like Cocoa Melon and stuff like that. Like, I would rather than put this on and it have like a few jokes that are like kind of rude and funny, rather than right. it just being straight up like this cat really likes catnip, <laughs> like running around in circles and stuff. Right, I see. So they're having a few jokes for adults in it. Yeah, it's stuff. got a bit of a Happy Madison touch to it, at least. It doesn't feel like like the Sony ones that we watched, the um, Hotel Transylvania. They had a little bit of it. They didn't yeah. totally like alienate adults, but this felt a little bit more like it wouldn't be as much of a chore to watch it. And yeah. I've seen I've seen quite a few reviews on like Letterbox that kind of like reflect that sort of between the one star ones as well. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what what was it that you loved about it though? What it's just made really, you really like it? It's really stupid. Like really stupid, such a stupid film in a nice yeah. way. Yeah, it's it's quite stupid. I, I think um, I don't know. It was all right. It, like again, I don't really have anything major to complain about. It was a bit a bit rubbish. I like, would what? watch. I would watch this over Murder Mystery Two again any day. Yeah, I agree. For, it's actually, than... most of his Netflix ones, I would say, I'd probably rather watch this. Yeah, I agree. I think it's better than all his Netflix ones that came out this year, except for the Bummits for one. So it's just better than Murder Mystery 2 then? And no, and The Outlaws. Yeah, that's not his film, but yeah, Happy fair Madison. enough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's better than that. What did you think of Leo as a character? I thought he was he was fine. It's I mean, it's Whitey DeVore as a lizard. It's the exact same yeah. character, again, that we've seen all these times. <laughs> like, he's just kind of nice, but also kind of nothing. See, I'm, I'm going to 
uh, say the opposite. I thought it was one of his best characters he's ever <laughs> I had. I liked him. I really liked him. I liked <laughs> the character a lot. And I think that was the, the highlight for me was that I really liked Leo. I, th- I really rooted for him. I thought he was a, a nice guy. I thought the, the voice was really fun. I liked the character a lot. I think there was an element of everyone liking him like too much. Like those kids become like obsessed with him at the end. It took like, a while, but yeah, like from about halfway through, they are obsessed with him, aren't they? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like the drama they kind of create wasn't too bad. It was it was a kind of good idea that he was basically cheating on all the kids. Yeah. <laughs> By like pretending to just be their like special friend, and in fact, he's special friends with everyone in the class. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't have his usual Sandler dickishness so much, does he? Really, there's not. He's a bit grouchy, no. but he, he's not as bad as Squirtle the Turtle, who's next to him. He's like more grouchy, so it kind of yeah. So this Squirtle the Turtle, who is played by Bill Burr, mm. have they ever done anything together before? Not that I can think of. Could be uh, wrong. Yeah, he's he's a yeah. I liked him. He was good. I don't know much about Bill Burr apart from he was in Mandalorian, but isn't he one of those comedians that's like everything was better in my day? Yeah, a little bit. I don't. I I've not really watched any of his stuff. His stand up's a bit like that. It's. I know he's in that new film called like Woke Dads or something like that. <laughs> Woke Dads. <laughs> yeah, it's all like I don't know all these like middle aged comedians kind of just going on about like complaining about stuff. I don't know. Like he's not that bad. I'm still but happy with the way fan. that Sanders walk in the line, though, because there was a few times in this where I thought it was going to be like the new generation are stupid, but there wasn't as much yeah, of that as I, I expected. I guess one thing to this film's credit is that they have a load of kids and the kids have got different issues. Like, or the whole class are kind of, dare I say, like, well-written. They've all got... They're decent... fairly rounded, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, they're fairly rounded. They've got decent characterization. You kind of know who all of them are. And they managed to make most of them have like pretty good, if maybe like quite stock identities. Yeah, it's not yeah. it's not School of Rock. No, but it's better than Home Team. Yeah, I think that's a very fair observation. <laughs> God, if you're like this when you're tired, imagine what you'd be like at full steam. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, but no, you're right. It, the kids all do just have one problem, two problems maybe. But yeah, they're all different enough, modern enough problems. Yeah, so they have, um, there's one kid who's like diseased, but he's not diseased. And it's like his parents are like, I don't know, making him think he's ill mm. and making him wear a mask and stuff. From, and I guess the subtext there, because he was an only child, wasn't he? Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing it's just that his parents have like struggled to have a baby and now they've got one and they, they're overprotective. Oh, damn. I didn't read it as that. I thought it was like maybe a. Uh, against COVID. <laughs> the tale was over time. I think COVID is definitely a part of it. Yeah, and the and they've got like a, an AI drone thing. This is that's... this is one of the things that's so stupid about this film that I did like was this one. I'm glad this is the first example you've picked because that drone character is just so it's just so dumb. Yeah. I was really here for it every time that little shitty drone was on screen. He was my was blobby. Probably... I think he's probably the best character in the film. <laughs> Don't compare yeah, he to was Blobby. Great. Blobby was really good. Like he was, he was fine. Like he was like they Look, they treat it like a breakup. The drone gets broken up with and flies directly into a bin. If that's not funny, I don't know what is. I don't know what they want though because they're they're kind of towing the line with like really serious issues that children might be dealing with and stuff, and then 
I feel like that kid needed to confront his parents. I feel like yeah. the parents were the problem, not this fucking robot. Mm-hmm. But then they, they're like, they're treating it like the robot's the overbearing but, one. But imagine if what I've read into as the subtext is correct. Do you really think Leo, the Happy Madison animated Netflix comedy musical coming of age film, is the right place to discuss this kid who's being like smothered by his parents who might have had a load of miscarriages? I don't, yes. I don't feel like it would make sense. I actually think that would have made this film brilliant if they actually had like really serious issues and they handled them really seriously and then they I had don't him. think it would work I think we'd be putting weird tonal shift on our Sandler scale and we'd no I feel like 12 times I feel like if they said like oh you need to like kind of stand up to your parents or say like I need my independence or talk to them that would have been really good doesn't that but that's be... one of the other's storylines though, isn't it? The girl whose parents keep trying to like buy her thing. But she doesn't stand up to the parents either. She just releases a load of animals. <laughs> Standing up to them, isn't it? Fuck no. <laughs> Eat the rich, she's saying. She's releasing the lions. Yes. So she's got a dad, and the dad is um George from Seinfeld. Oh, was he? I yeah, thought it yeah. was John Lovitz, to be honest. Yeah, I also didn't re- recognise him for ages because I was like, why would Jason Alexander be in this? But yeah. He's not doing much else, is he? No, but I've never seen him with this group before, you know? Hey, he was he was in something we watched, right? Was he? We kept thinking his hair was going to come off. Coneheads? You kept saying remember. someone who was famously bald was in like one of the films we watched and was wearing a bad hairpiece. I think it was him. Should we, should we go to the Google sphere? Yeah, that needs, that needs checking. Was Coneheads in Seinfeld? He wasn't the conehead in in Coneheads, was he? No, no, no. He was a man. He was he was a man in Coneheads. Filmography. He was in Pretty Woman. Oh yeah, he's like the rapist in Pretty Woman, is he? Oh right. I think I can't remember if I've ever seen that. Oh, it's, it's good. He is in Coneheads. You're right. He plays a character called Larry Farber. I don't know if he's been. In, I don't think he's in anything else we've seen. He was in Shallow Hal. He had a tail. Oh yeah, of course. Oh. God, he's in some absolute shite. Is he always just like a little kind of pop-up character in all of these films? Because that, that's what it feels like in those sort of three examples, doesn't it? Yeah, like... I think so. He's not really had like a, an amazing film career, I don't think. But, but yeah, he plays Jada's dad. He gets like a big musical number. That was actually quite a good joke. I actually laughed at that, where they have this massive musical number and he's singing about, I don't know, how good he is and how good his family are. But then like they just don't even show it. <laughs> and you can hear the musical number happening and you sometimes yeah. go in and there's loads of clocks and stuff singing and dancing. That's that's another example of like the weird sort of subversive stuff though, because like it's this world, I know animals talk, but everything else is presented as being fairly normal. I mean, yeah. I know there's a sentient AI that fancies a, a turtle at the end of the film, but like... And he fancies a little boy through most of the film as yeah, well. He, he, well, he wants <laughs> to protect the boy. It's just like a sort of love thing, but... But yeah, the clocks are really weird because they're just like stopwatches on legs mm. that are hinted at being just like humans. And he treats them like like staff and his wife yeah. tells him to like tip them at the end of the musical number. And then yeah. later on, they like come back and they steal his wallet. <laughs> I love that. I thought that was so weird. It really made me laugh. Yeah, it's really weird. Someone stopped that clock. He's got my wallet. I didn't expect to see that in this film. I guess the thing about Leo... I was thinking a lot of the way through, I wish this was live action. Yeah, maybe. I don't know why. I feel like I, I feel like that class of kids would be more interesting or relatable if they were like actual kids, you know? Mm. 
Potentially. I don't know. I feel like it does work, but I think maybe the thing about having a, more of a like budget and a bit more creativity yeah. with it would have been good. And also, I don't want to be rude, but why is it a musical? So you 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 told me it was a musical and none of the adverts or trailers look, yeah. showed it as a musical. That always happens, though, because musicals put people off. Yeah, but, but this one has no reason to be a musical. There's no reason at all to be a musical. What film does have a reason to be a musical, would you say? <laughs> Give me ten. <laughs> Give me ten examples. Um, West Side Story would be better if it wasn't a musical, if it was a straight-up gang film. All right, Cats, fine. Um, Cats of the yeah. Opera would be a considerably worse film if it was just about a man living in the sewer under a theatre and they didn't have any singing. The songs are what sell the story. The story's terrible. Phantom of the Opera is a Victorian like book though, isn't it? Like it, it Yeah, and it's bad. Original. <laughs> no, it's not. It's like a it's like a hammer horror classic, like the film and stuff. It's fine. They've but done then, it without the musical. But then they made it with Gerard Butler and it was way, way better than, <laughs> than anything else. The stage show's good. I don't know about the film version. Uh Lame is is better because of the songs. Yeah, Lame Miss is good. I don't want to watch that without the songs. Yeah, maybe. In fact, this your point is shit. Because it's, of... it's not though, because like there are a lot. Like, why is there a Mean Girls musical coming out in like two months? I don't know. And have right, you seen that's, the adverts that's... for that? Uh, I haven't. No. Well, do you and... know what they do in it? They hide that it's a musical. Say. Apart from the logo has a music note in the G. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but I, I like musicals. I think musicals are good. But I, I never watch a musical and go, I wish this wasn't a musical. I wish it was just a film. Rock of Ages? <laughs> that would have been great if it wasn't a musical. I just think, like, the, the the problem with this is that the songs are really great and annoying and mm. none of them are memorable and they're not they're not funny or interesting. They're just, they're just boring and they make the film longer. For me, I think that it would have benefited if it just had, like, just one really good song in the middle of it. I like it when that happens in a comedy <laughs> film. That happens in like Billy Madison, doesn't it? There's like yeah. one random dream sequence that's a song. Yeah, a dream sequence song would have been fine in this. Um, now that I'm thinking about it, though, there was one or two songs that like they made me laugh, but I don't know if I was laughing just because Adam Sandler was doing a silly voice while singing. But what was the point of them? They weren't like... And also, right, so the point of the film is that it's him giving kids advice, Right. Yeah. But what advice was he giving them that was that beneficial? Now I'm thinking about it. Like the AI one, the problem there is the overbearing parents and kind of a kid trying to strive for independence. But the lizard's advice is write a letter and break up with your phone. That's rubbish. There's the mm. girl who's Is it though? Parents, it does seem to work. The girl's parents spoil her and his advice is just say that you're not very good or whatever. No, he tell doesn't he tell her to stop being stuck up and start like listening to the other kids a bit. No, that's because then that's but then she starts making more friends with the other ones rather than just the the pretty girls or whatever. Basically. Yeah, but like it's it it just comes out of nowhere. Like and also it's like release all the animals from the from their pen. That's because he felt sorry for that um, donkey. Again, a funny joke there. The ponies obsessed with having compact legs. I liked that. But no, I I think his advice is fine. Like he tell he does that thing where he says that for with one of them he just needs to listen. They just need to talk. I liked that. Yeah, it was quite nice. The well, the girl who talks too much. He tells her to ask questions about other people rather than talking about herself. I think that was okay. A good yeah, one. that's that's a good advice. There was the kid with back hair, and he like says, "Oh no, but 
just be po- positive about your body. That's good advice. That's nice. Yeah, because then you see his dad, who's and then the dad, hairy, and he's the dad, he's like he's got his top off. Constantly whipping his stuff off was very funny, and then and then he whips his top off, and everyone cheered. That was good. Yeah, nice kid, kid who um, squeaky voice, squeaky voice, or like gets gets him to sing the weekend. That that was good. That was good. Hey, do you like this film a little bit? I don't like it very much. Yeah, it seems like, a little because like, it kind of does feel like you like it a little bit. I don't like it a little bit. You, I feel like you like it a little bit. I feel like you're being cynical. You're coming in with your pre Hotel Transylvania hat on. No, I'm not coming in with my pre- because no, the film is like a, really long and not very nice to look at, and it's not very interesting. It's not, and it didn't make me laugh. I Films had a don't always need to be them. nice. Like things that are funny don't need to be nice to look at, though. Like there's been like what fifteen series of Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and that show hurts my eyes. It's funny, and that's what sells it. It's the same in this film. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're from the same cloth. <laughs> they're not from the same cloth. Like. <laughs> <laughs> this film is rubbish actually like, why are we talking like this it's not rubbish it's fun there was like the Cheetos product placement yeah that was fine. very very egregious yeah, but everyone wasn't, all the time, everyone wasn't was acting funny. like normal people I think that was what's pissing me off like the kids like overly loved him and I think he Mate, you loved good... Barnyard who was normal in that film <laughs> Otis the cow this is better than Barnyard and it has, no it's not they've got all the same problems it's I not think. It doesn't. If it has the same problems, then that means that you like Barnyard as well. Yeah, I do. Yeah. No, you don't. You're just saying that <laughs> to piss me off. You spoke ad nauseum about how much you didn't like it, and now you you're defending something worse and boring. It's, no, this Shit. is funny. No, it's not. We've funny. listed so many reasons why this is funny. No, because I was saying that I like Leo. I like the character. You like, like the film, Leo. I'm taking I don't that. Like. The film, Leo. It sounds also, like you like the he's film. He's speaking Leo. the whole time at the start of the film. <laughs> like, <laughs> no one know- can hear him. He's playing cards and stuff. He's, he's wearing quiet. like a TV muster. Yeah, because no one quiet. notices him. He's hiding he's in plain sight. Also, how long can lizards live? I don't think this is 110 true. 110 years. Nah, lizards can be well old. There's like a turtle in like London Zoo's, like 500, I think. Yeah, there was the he one. remembers that. the plague. I was reading about a turtle the other day that was owned by Charles Darwin and Steve Irwin. Like, that was two of its owners. Isn't that mad? That's sick. I bet it's so that smart. Could... Imagine if that could speak. Right. An iguana can live for 10 years in the wild and 19 years in captivity. He's not an iguana, though. Right. Let's find out what he is then, because I'm getting a bit annoyed. Like, what is he? He's just a lizard. What does that mean? Cold-blooded? He really fucked me off. <laughs> Why can't you just take it at face value? Right. This film's obviously a sci-fi. If that's the rules of the film, we've just got to accept them. What kind of lizard is Leo? Why is no one talking about this? Because <laughs> it came is... out like yesterday. <laughs> also, the yeah, oh, whatever. <laughs> why, why do I care? <laughs> right, old Tatara lizard, maybe. I just want to know if this is a real, like... I right, feel like that t- thing on his neck would be like a defining feature, right? Yeah, there's a Tatara lizard, which can live for 60 years. Lizard lifespan. 10 to 15 years, 5 to 7 years, 20 years, 40 years. Nothing can live for 100 years. None of these lizards. The turtle's got more chance of living long. It should have been about a turtle. Well, there's a turtle there as well. But why wasn't it called Leo the Turtle? That would have made sense with the name, like the Ninja Turtles thing. But 
I don't know. Yes, we, we just would need have. to. We just need to accept that it's about Leo the lizard and that he's fun. And like, if you had the turtle, we wouldn't be able to climb up walls and stuff. That's but a really big part of the story. The lizard climbs up walls a couple of times. He does it once. Once he does it to show the drone kid how to have fun, lick your palms and climb up the corner of a fence, and then he tries. To oh yeah, that was an, that was his advice to the kid. Was it was to lick his hands? Yeah, just have fun. Lick your hands. No one's ever died from licking their hands. <laughs> I think that I like I like the idea of this film, but I think that the reality was it was a bit rubbish. Maybe maybe it like didn't quite meet its expectations, but you know what? I'm I like the fact that it's a slightly. You more... told me that your wife said it was good. it was ten out of ten. She loved it. Yeah, I had What's a great she time watching. About? It. I think it's being like maybe it's like being happy and watching it. Like we were really happy. Had like a nice winter night in. The heating was on. We had a uh, we sat down with like a curry. We watched the film. <laughs> Whilst I watched it like incredibly sad and tired. Yeah, you watched it hungover, coming back from a great city. You you were leaving a great city to go back to go back to a horrified really town. Awful. It was dark. I was listening to the inane chatter of people as well on the train doing yeah, the thing horrible. like oh. I think you might be sat in my seat. Oh, all of that. Oh, which way? Which way is the train going to go? I've got to face forward. Doing all this nonsense. My headphones died right before I got on, so I had to wait 15 minutes. And this took up my entire train journey. Was just this one film because it's so long. It's not so long. The new Hunger Games film that just came out is a whole hour longer than this. I don't know why that's a justification to this. This should have been an hour and 20 minutes. I was fine with the length of this. I felt like it got what it needed. I guess um, we've also not spoken about the um, the supply teacher storyline. The villain, yeah. Um, very confusing pacing-wise for her character arc. I think that was... I don't know. I feel like this film could have won me over if it had ended a little bit earlier. I feel like the last act just is it's such a letdown. I would have been so, okay if it ended where I thought it was going to end before like him getting... Taken to the wild. Taken to the wild. That yeah. felt like a, a a plot for another film. It's like if they were going to do a Leo two, they do Leo two gone wild or something. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So the whole film, he's like giving advice to the kids. Then the kids hate him, and then he gets taken over by the teacher, and then he she opens up to him, and she's been like quite mean and jaded the whole film, mm. and it's and it's kind of nice because he's like, oh, I remember that you were a student. And she was like a really nice kid and then became a horrible adult. And they could have had, dare I say, it could have rivaled Charles Dickens. <laughs> a Scrooge-like tale and how she comes around to it. And they start doing that and then they go, oh, no, she's prideful and she wants the trophy. Mm. And and she doesn't want to share the credit with a lizard. But no one would know it's the lizard. Because yeah. none of the and adults. He wants to think stay a secret as well, the lizard. Yeah, he doesn't want it to come out. He just wants to be there for the kids. Maybe she so has dementia. She... She's acting quite erratically, and we know she's old. She's... Is she that old? How old is she? She's old, all right. So she is acting very erratically, and she drives him and ditches him in the, the jungle. The Everglades. <laughs> the Everglades. Where is that? Well, she he has mentioned he wanted to go to the Everglades. Like, yeah. He's... The seeds are planted. Chekhov's they do Everglades. plant early. Yeah, so she leaves him in the wild and then she goes back and then the kids are like, where is Leo? And they're like, oh, he's he's left. He's decided to go into the wild or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they're on a school trip and then the turtle's riding a, 
hawk on this film. See, it's good. <laughs> Ninja Turtle drives the turtle's drone. riding the drone. That's funny. And then, and then he he's like, "What did you do?" And then she admits it. And then she goes. And then they kidnap. And then they they steal the bus. End up in the swamp. Mm-hmm. And then the drone froze her. Froze an alligator. That hasn't done anything. <laughs> Kills wrong. an alligator. Froze it like a, a hundred miles away. Yeah, that was quite funny as well. They were talking about animal liberation the whole film, and then they kill a wild animal. Yeah. Well, the this drone film doesn't it. have any like it's you so can't, you can't idiotic. trust drones. This what one about being stupid though. It's fun. It's not fun. I was just like, why is he? Why are they doing this? Like, what? What's the point? And then they get the lizard and then they bring the lizard back. But also the end of the film ends on a horrible note because the lizard and the turtle are going to get ripped apart by babies. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> like, yeah. They're going to die a horrible death. The really evil the looking toddler. toddlers. Yeah. Um, I just think if you're like your complaints about this film, I would take it from what Peter Bradshaw from The Guardian or someone like that. But <laughs> when it's... <laughs> <laughs> when it's you saying it, I can't take it too seriously because, like, it's the problem with this whole fucking podcast. Like, I'm so glad it's nearly over because oh, what we've been saying, like, you say it's about all the... dependent on mood. Yeah, it's so dependent <laughs> on mood, isn't it? I don't you think it's mental? It's crazy. Like, if I'm having a bad day, I don't like it. If I'm having a good day, I like it. I genuinely so... think that the Sandler Pit and the Sandler Castle are like mood lamps. And you look at the sound of the castle, you track it back. It's like, oh, we had a good week that week. Yeah. It's ridiculous six is in the castle. Yeah. But then, like, the animal isn't. And this film is just as stupid and, like, ridiculous as both of those. So what you're saying is maybe don't listen to anything we're saying because we're not, we don't know what now, we're talking it? about. It's been, like, 100 episodes. It's too but late. I don't think that we've ever, at any point, tried to say that our opinions are right. No, obviously they're not, but I think they're I'm terrible. just frustrated because I'm totally fine with this film. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm totally I'm frustrated because it wasn't very good and you're acting like it was good. It was this so is, fun. This is what you you, you oh, I'm treating you how you treated Barnyard. And now you're saying, oh, it's just a bit of fun. It's better than Barnyard, though. Barnyard if you had was... been there on a wintry night cozying up to your wife watching barnyard i did loved it, but you probably watched it in the morning on your own or something no i watched it with emma not like it i watched it if with you emma watched this on a train in the same context situation that i watched it you wouldn't have enjoyed it i reckon i'd have still been laughing at quite a lot of it right okay so basically only watch this if you're married <laughs> there you go watching with someone then you'll really enjoy it but no one who listens to this podcast or <laughs> Or watches these kind of films is married or happy. But you're just in a really bad place. She- <laughs> Sheffield. <laughs> you're watching it hungover on the train. Like you could probably I'm not watch... hungover, I'm just tired. You could have watched so many good films though in that mood and probably not liked them, you know? I know. That's fair. That's really fair. Because like, I'm looking I... at you now and you've got those eyes like someone's pissed <laughs> on your face. <laughs> Like they're so small and red. Like, if I'd have watched anything, like, um, what's a good... If I watched Mutant Mayhem today, I wouldn't have enjoyed it, I don't think. Maybe, I'd yeah. I'd just be miserable, yeah. Killers of the Flower that. Moon. Could you imagine watching that? Three, three on my phone. <laughs> you have to go back. You have to go back to London and then back to Sheffield to watch all of it. Yeah, you're right. Like, I think... I guess, if anything else, this, this, this conversation is at least enlightening to 
the way that we consume films and like how important certain like setting is to yeah. kind of enjoyment of media. Like, I mean, I was like one step away from like just watching this film, like with my fingernails being pulled out. And obviously I wouldn't have enjoyed the film because I was getting tortured. So maybe everything I've just said for the last hour is obviously bollocks. Who, who cares? Fuck this. <laughs> I don't want to talk anymore. I do. I reckon if we'd watched this while we were on that hype of Hotel Transylvania, like it's not much. <laughs> it's not much different, really. No, but that one had really that one had that awesome action scene. The third one, <laughs> Blobby's looking up at, like destruction. <laughs> you have that really good Kraken. Yeah. This is not the fucking Kraken. How dare it, you compare? It this? does give you a good sense of like what the apocalypse was like as portrayed in the Bible. But <laughs> yeah, this doesn't have anything that visually interesting. It doesn't have anything that fun. No, maybe not. But like, it has also got a bit when like they set all the animals free, and for some reason, there's a man who can make animal bubbles, not even balloons. He's doing it with bubbles, and like the lizards riding on a flying bubble. Like that was fine. Yeah, totally fine with that. And I kind of liked his his little uh, responsibility. It was a bit like I don't know, like Spider Man. That yeah. he kind of like looked at the horizon and then looked behind him, and he was like, <laughs> "No, my responsibility is with these kids." And like, my responsibility is here. <laughs> yeah, I really like the character. I like the character. Do you know what I, really I also like really? I also really liked when everyone kept saying that the turtles sucked. <laughs> Yeah, I also like that. I like that they all hated the turtle. And he starts getting jealous, and he's like, okay, Mr. Popular. <laughs> so much of it did really make me laugh. I had a blast. <laughs> the same as you. I could watch it tonight and not have been in the right mood, and I could see why why you would say yeah. it's not very good. Because obviously it's not going to change anything. None of the songs in it are going to trouble I'm Just Ken at the Oscars this year. It isn't. I think isn't the fact it's a musical great. was annoying me. I was like, just... Don't be a musical, just be a normal animated film. It'd be good. Yeah, I do think a few of the musical moments, like you can pick out, there's probably like lyrics in each song that made me laugh, to be honest. Like in the first song, I've got, I've written this down. Um, they say my nut allergy is lessening. When the immune boosters kick in, I'll try the Kung Pao chicken. Like stupid stuff like that. Like that's very Adam Sandler. It's not amazing, but it's it's kind of funny to have a film opening with kids singing about such inane rubbish. And it kind of sets the, this tone that the scale is so small and the problems are so like low yeah. and almost insignificant. I kind of like that. But then that's why it doesn't need to become a rescue film at the end. Yeah, that's it. It should have just ended 20 minutes earlier. Yeah. The rescue was pointless. I, I think it could learn a lesson from the bat, the bat mitzvah film. Like... The, the stakes in that are really, really small. Mm. It's just about friends and stuff. And I think if they'd kept all of the scale within that school, I know it's an animated film, so you feel like some things do need to be heightened, but I don't think they needed to really go much further than their houses and the school, really. I, I also want to talk about the overall theme of the film, which is getting old and realising you've wasted your life, which is a really like powerful theme. Yeah, And it's... And like you keep mentioning all this silly nonsense and stuff, but they do just suddenly hit you with like mentioning time slipping away. And the the main character of this film thinks he's gonna die, and because of that, is like he's making sure that people remember him. So if he has a funeral, people will have a lot of things to say. That's his motive, hmm. uh, and he does help a lot of people. But his motive is that he, he he's like I'm gonna die, so I need to yeah. kind of do something to change that, which is really heavy. 
I think the way they handled the ending of that was shit. Yeah, I think um, him 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 going and Deus, finding they called a Deus Ex Machina where something random just comes and stops yeah. that problem. Yeah, it was just a, the appearance of a hundred year old lizard, and I think it was just shit because I really liked the idea that oh yeah, this this guy might die tomorrow, but it doesn't matter because he's living in in the moment. I think would have been a better message, and I think they were handling it really well until he was like, oh. Is a hundred a hundred and ten year old lizard. I'm not gonna die, and that was it. It's a little bit like, taking no, it. It's taking the easy easy way out with it. Yeah, and it it could have ended just kind of like, yeah, I might die, but at the moment I'm I'm alive, and that's good. It didn't even I... have to end with his death. It just had to end with, yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, it could have. I mean, I liked it that he did get to have his funeral though. That was kind of nice. <laughs> All the kids saying the nice yeah. things about him. That was quite good. But that was that was great. Yeah. It's kind of they're doing that thing as well where the story within the story, they're they're reading Charlotte's Web. So they're learning yeah. about death and all that stuff. I kind of feel like this takes the coward's way out instead of doing the really sad yeah. Charlotte's Web thing. But I guess at least it's it's one of those things where like you're referencing something that does something, you know, like that parody thing. Yeah, is it uh, intertextuality or yeah? But also, they're doing it in that way that it's like we're not like the other stories, but by doing that, they're also kind of being like the other stories. It's snake eating its own tail, kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, Do you think it should have ended with Leo's death? I I reckon they should have left it open for a sequel where, like, they find his skin and then they're not sure they never find him. It could be anywhere. (laughs) But but they establish he can't get very far away. In a year, it's like um, Leo 2, looking for Leo, comes out. (laughs) They change his voice. I'm glad they didn't end with his death, because I don't think I'd have handled that very well. Because I didn't really like it. I liked the ending. I know what Um, you mean about it. They could have handled the death stuff better, but I did kind of like how it ended. I thought it was quite nice. Kind of tied everything up. um, I really wish they hadn't shown the old lizards, though. I wish you'd have just kind of come to terms with, oh, yeah, I might die, but it's fine. That would have been really powerful and interesting. Yeah. And him just kind of going, oh, well, I'm old, but I'm not that old. So I can delay this a little bit longer. It was a bit boring. It's a shame. It is a shame that that's how it went. Because, I mean, other than that, he found his purpose, which was, which is great. This universe, though, is fucked because, like, all animals can talk to anyone anytime. Yeah, I know. Apart from the alligators couldn't seem to talk. The alligators could talk. They did talk. Oh, did they? They talked when the bus was driving at them. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. They only yeah. talk when they're scared, which isn't often. <laughs> they're so uh, tough. What was where? Did you like the blue balls joke? <laughs> that was that really fucking got me. I was like... Is that, that his he, neck? He kept talking about how um, he'd never had sex before, and then his big sagging ball sack chin would come down, and it was blue and glowing, and it was a blue balls joke. Yeah, I did notice that. I think I looked away and then Emma was like, <laughs> they like, do like a sort of choked laugh. I don't think I've got anything else to say. The turtle pissed. Yeah, he pissed a lot, didn't he? I didn't it like actually, that. If I'd remembered, I could have asked you to do like a, a turtle urine counter because there's like, what? well, you see it at one point when he gets flipped over, it comes out quite syrupy. Mm. Um, but then there's a lot of times when they're talking about there being like Leo's leaves are falling in the turtle's wee, but he still eats them. Did you like the bit when um, he was like thrusting his groin? I'm really, 
Thunder. Wait, 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 wait. I'm really, I really don't want to talk about, I don't want to talk anymore. <laughs> I just, just realised what we're talking about. I don't want to. I, I told want... you that we're not letting your tiredness affect our podcast. We've <laughs> had 99 episodes leading up to, to this. Bed. This is the Infinity Saga moment. This is what everything's <laughs> led up to. It's us talking about Leo. I just want to go to bed. Did your camera just do the zoom out of yours? <laughs> no, I pulled it closer to me. Oh. oh God! Why are we talking about the, the amount of times the turtle pissed? Because <laughs> it's fun. We like this kind of stuff. God, um, so, God, you you take a lead on this. <laughs> topic. No, I think that was all I really wanted to say about the turtle's piss. But then there's a bit when the turtle's rubbing his like sort of groin area on um, the rock, and then Leo's like, "Could you not do that on my pillow?" <laughs> <laughs> that was another big laugh in my house. <laughs> The turtle's oh, weirdly rubbish. The, t- the turtle's wearing the a thong like... at one point. Yeah, he's wearing a thong. He's got like a little. Uh, he's got a tattoo. Tattoo. He always wants to take his shell off. I noticed. He's an intro. You wanted the film. I to don't be think about I like Squirtle. <laughs> he sucked. Yeah, I don't think I liked him very much. <laughs> yeah, I don't have anything else to say. Well, actually, no. Let's quickly talk about the cast. Yeah, go on. All right. So we already mentioned a few people. Uh, Cecily Strong's in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I recognise that name, but I don't know if I've ever seen her in anything. Yeah, Is she I SNL? Know. Yeah, I think she's SNL. Oh, God, her, her like IMDb is just Leo. <laughs> <laughs> she's the supply teacher. She, I think she does a pretty good job. Yeah, she does a good, uh, good job. Uh, Rob Schneider's in it. A restrained performance, but I was quite sad to see him in it. Yeah, I was also very sad Full to see him that was distancing himself. Alison Strong. Oh, do you know, this was written by Robert Schmeigel. <laughs> done quite quite a lot of Adam Sanders stuff. Yeah. We've spoken about him before. And I saw in the cast, not only is Sonny and Sadie, Sadie Sander yeah. in it, so Sander's got his kids in, but there's also loads of other kids that had the surname Smigel. Yeah, I've noticed those. Rowie Smigel and Ethan Smigel. A lot of Nepo cast, I guess. Oh, is that it? Okay. Yeah, there's not that many. There's just a bunch of Nick children. In it. Why is that not showing on IMDb? Again, like another restrained performance, I would say. Who did he play? I think he was the class rabbit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Good about that character. It's quite early on. He doesn't want to be called, like, Harry Potter or something. (laughs) Let me see if he's on Letterboxd. Yeah, he's on the Letterboxd one. Cinnabon. Yeah, he's the the bunny. Good performance. Um... Robert Smigel's loads of the voices, including the drone and the miniature horse. The the drone didn't have a voice. He made noises, though. It's like how Ben Schwartz voices BB-8 or whatever. Right. Stephanie uh, Sue from... Um, oh, yeah, Everything from Everything Everywhere uh, is in this. As uh, Skylar's uh, mum. Who's Skylar? Was that <laughs> the little, the little the sickly, bo- <laughs> the sickly boy? Yeah, that's it. Name Could any be. of the kids except for Skylar. Jada. Who was Jada? Um, the one that spoke all the time. Fair enough. Summer, the popular one. I am just reading the. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm reading the letterbox cast. There's loads and loads of They're people. They're probably in all this. wrong. Chris um... Kattan. Chris Kattan played the alligator. Nice. Who's Chris Kattan? Was he the? He was the monkey, wasn't he, on SNL? And then he fell and broke his spine. Oh, is he the guy with the really unlikable face? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Blake Clark. Yeah, golfer. Golf, golfer one. I did actually recognize that voice, but yeah. only because I originally thought it was uh, Lofren, who we've not seen for yeah. about five uh, years. Well, he's, he's in this. Around. He's in this. Animal handler. He's the oh. guy who gets his fingers bitten off by the oh. horse. <laughs> Lofren. Again, that. that very, very happy Madison kind of joke there. Yeah. John Just Farley. This guy's disability. <laughs> There's quite a few little cameos. I Why mean, did literally they make this? one or two lines for each of these people. It was Why fine, they... though. I think they had fun. I had fun watching it. Jackie Sandler was also in it. I would say she's the only one that they've done that thing where they try and make the animated character look like the actual person. Who? Jackie Sandler. Who was she? She was the mum that kept on taking selfies and sticking her lips out. Ah, right. Okay. And um, Leo's like, why does everyone want to look like ducks these days? <laughs> Something like that. Um, Why did go... they make this film? What was the to point? To entertain. To entertain, and it worked. Let's go through my my notes. Oh, fucking hell, Luke. The lizard wants to eat vomit at one point. Weird. There's a bit when Bill Burr's Squirtle makes a dick joke and he looks at the camera and says, I was talking about his tail. That made me laugh. This is so sad. Squirtle has a tattoo. Evil supply teacher. This girl has ADHD. Oh, there was a Chubbs Peterson bobblehead on the shelf. Did you see that? No. You don't know that character because our Happy Gilmore episode hasn't been done yet, so you don't know who Chubbs <laughs> Peterson is. I don't know who that is. The girl at the start, the first one that Leo went to her house, she had loads of bobbleheads. Billy Eilish, Bob Ross, Conan O'Brien, Chubbs Peterson. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Eilish, Conan O'Brien. <laughs> yeah, Bob Ross. What every, what every ten-year-old kid really loves. Yeah, there's a good, a couple of good Godzilla uh, references, but there's one bit where Leo's in a Lego city and he's Godzilla. That was fun. There's yeah. a bit when a Roomba eats lizard tail. Yeah, Doctor Skid. There's a whole thing about this <laughs> this doctor. Yeah, I see your little smile. <laughs> This doctor wants to be called Dr. Skin, but they misprint it and everyone knows him as Dr. Skid. Now that is good. <laughs> That's Dr. not Skid good. Bad enough, but Dr. Skid's even better. Leo says that someone's mum looks like Britney Spears after six or seven beers. How does he know what I that's thought, like? I thought, he, I thought he said 67 years. No, I think it was beers. I think it was years. I think I watched with subtitles on. <laughs> no, you didn't, you liar. I watch everything with subtitles on. Do you? Yeah. Oh. Makes everything feel a bit more elevated. It reminds me of watching foreign art films. Parasites. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Carry on, please. Hurry up. Leo hates crying. He says it's for weaklings. That maybe that song kind of made me laugh. It's like a lullaby and then it, it seems really sweet and then it turns to like don't cry. It makes you look ugly. That made me laugh. Yeah, that was bad advice. Yeah, but then he changes. That's his little arc. He learns it's okay to cry, and I, I like yeah. that. I respect that. Shrine for the gym teacher with the cock protector, Squirtle peas. The drone saves the day again. Like I just like how ridiculous this is because Mrs. Malkin or whatever she's called, the supply teacher, literally says the line, "This turtle can't be trusted," and you're supposed to just like accept that with a straight face. She's pointing at a turtle on a drone and saying he can't be trusted. Like that is outlandish. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's actually ridiculous to say that in a film. There's a heartfelt moment then, and she starts to sort of notice that she's in the wrong. She looks at the whole class and for some reason all of them have Leo's face. <laughs> Do you remember that one yes, shot? Yes, I remember it. God <laughs> yeah. oh, damn. God, it was good. Pony obsessed with compact legs. The drone definitely killed an alligator. 
and then I've put lovely credits because I like the credits. I actually like the credits. The credits were quite good. They were 2D and it was yeah, the it was ki- good... little naughty kids. I like, like the little... design of those young kids as well with their eye- eyeballs on the side of their heads. That made me laugh. Yeah, those kids were quite well designed, yeah. They reminded me of something from like Nightmare Before Christmas or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were good. But yeah, they they like changing around the letters of the credits and stuff. Yeah, I liked I liked the end credits. It was like a Pixar ending. Yeah, just yeah. overall a pretty fun film. Uh, let's go on to our Sandler scale. Luke Thomas, can you sit up close to your mic, please, so we can hear your dulcet tones? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Um, how did you do <laughs> on your Sandler scale for the film Leo? Obscenely well, considering you gave me some really ridiculous ones. Um, I actually am quite surprised that I got a fair few. I got a line, an hour and 11.40 from the end. I couldn't oh, see yeah, Netflix does movie. it that yeah. way, doesn't it? So I think it Let's was just probably say half about an hour. half an hour in or something. Or maybe 30 minutes in or something. Uh, my line was poo. Um, I think it was because he was mentioning that the drone won't even let him wipe his own ass. Yeah. That was fucked. Okay, so the drone like keeps wiping the boy's ass, hmm. And it, it's weird, man. I, I didn't like that drone. I found him... Free counter argument though. Did you see the bit when the drone was wearing a dressing gown? Yeah, that was quite good. Uh, <laughs> the vomit. Uh, the teacher is sick in a bin. Yeah, <laughs> it was quick. The, the vomit was quick, wasn't it? Why? Why did she vomit again? She's pregnant. Remember. Yeah, but what? What does the kid do to disgust her? Oh, he folds his eyelids inside out. Yeah. Did you ever do that when you were a kid? Yeah, once or twice. Do you want to do it now on camera? Definitely not. Yeah, I feel like if I did it now, they wouldn't go back. They get stuck. <laughs> Your eyes are too small. You can't do it. <laughs> shut up, man. You wouldn't be able uh, to see if you did that. Shut up, man. Your eyes are small. They're I don't have small, small eyes. I don't have small eyes. <laughs> oh, damn. And I also got... Um, Little beady killer testicles. eyes. Sorry, what was that? I got hit in, hit in testicles. Oh, fuck. Did it hurt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God. I got that because... I can't remember when it happened, but they kept saying that he got hit. Yeah. Um, uh, I think it was when he taught the little boy to climb up the wall. He got yeah. hit in the nuts by the golf ball. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then he, I can't remember what he, how he describes it, but whatever. And then right I also got a literate joke because the kid, the bully kid, can't read and he's reading oh, yeah. upside down. Mm-hmm. He's fucked. Maniac villain for the teacher. Yeah. And, crossed eyes for the weird kids i didn't get somehow in this animated film i didn't get half naked woman in slow motion Uh, i didn't get any racist jokes oh wait there was one was that (laughs) and then i didn't get any misogyny damn i bet you were gutted they're three of your favorite things (laughs) so yeah surprising amount on there Luke, how did you do? I can't believe you did so well because I really sabotaged you. I was giggling to myself <laughs> when I was putting those on that list. I got the same amount as you, but I got my line at 44 minutes. So I think you got yours before me. Mm. I got montage, very yeah. early one, him looking back at his life. Basically, yeah. it just kept like flicking back every decade or something. Mm. Uh, Sandler sings the song he was singing about death. That was his first one. Kids love him. That's when I ticked it. That was when I, I decided that the kids finally loved him about 44 minutes in. Yeah. Because I think one kid loved him, then two kids loved him. But then at that party, when he seemed like he was going to leave, and all the kids were like, oh my God, where's Leo? That's when I was like, these kids really loved him. Yeah, they guy. loved him, man. Yeah, it took that long. Uh, I ticked tragedy for the drone storyline. 
all of that was quite tragic that poor kid these potential parents that have struggled yeah. to have a baby that I've just decided <laughs> wasn't even really suggested. He didn't. They don't even suggest that at all. Like they're I just think overprotective parent. No, it's not. any overprotective parent. There's a tragic story behind it. Maybe their first kid died. Yeah, it could have happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like maybe they had like <laughs> loads of kids died before, in an earthquake. Like... They might have all died in yeah, an like, earthquake. Yeah, like one might have like fallen off the Grand Canyon. They should have had a family photo with like nine kids in it, and there's only him left. There's like it's like show don't tell, and there's just a bin full of um, souvenirs from the Grand Canyon when the kid fell in. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching a video the other day about people who fall into the Grand Canyon. <laughs> it probably happens loads. Like it's really bad. You like, think loads, that loads people wouldn't go near it after that episode of The Simpsons when Homer yeah. went into it, and then exactly, yeah. When I was, again. I've got really addicted as well to watching. Uh, men stuck in cave videos <laughs> that's like, a weird fetish it's really bad i'll send you one later it's awesome and it's like really horrible story like this guy's stuck in a cave for like you are the most month. i said this the other day to you for a reason i'm not gonna talk about but you are the most morbidly curious person that i know i think yeah i, I love these cave videos they're really good though like you should watch them nice um i ticked fart joke when the kids sung about farts there's one wow. guy who's like entombed in the cave because they could never get his body out of it. Jesus. So he's just that's he's mad. still stuck in there now. And he, yeah. his wife was pregnant and everything. Oh, that's so sad. I didn't get Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get a makeover sequence. Didn't get a bald joke, surprisingly. Got lots of hair jokes. Yeah. And I didn't get an unearned heartfelt moment, but I feel like there probably was one in there. I feel like it's an animated kids' film. film. Yeah. But I was being um, the opposite of you. I was quite optimistic watching this. Oh, yeah. I was you just thinking, thinking, why Why am I not watching another video about a man stuck in a cave? You were thinking, I'm in London, I'm on a train, it's packed, yet I'm still more lonely than the men in the caves. <laughs> the man in the cave had loads of attention. He had all the American <laughs> media outside. Like You were like, no, I have nothing. I'm just a bald man. I I, <laughs> I mean the guy in the in the cave wasn't bald. He had hair, so he had no, one yeah, thing so up on he's me. Got another one. <laughs> but yeah, he was upside down and everything. So the blood rushed to his brain and killed him. Um, That's awesome. I know it's really and he sad. Still like, had hair. He still had hair. I watched another one though, and the kid got there was a kid and he got out because another kid went in to get him because no adult could fit. Oh <laughs> so no. They sent a kid in there to get him out. Didn't they have any dwarfs on the mountain rescue team? (laughs) (laughs) Would you ever go crawling in a cave, do you think? I think I have. I think I've been potholing before. This is like you're crawling and then you can't get in with your body. So you have to breathe everything everything out and then crawl in. No, I don't think I'd want to do that. Yeah, I don't think I do either. I couldn't anyway. do it because I always have things in my pockets as well. I wouldn't take them out to do that. I don't get, get in my wallet or my keys stuck in a cave. <laughs> my big wallet in my skinny jeans. I wouldn't want to <laughs> risk it. <laughs> and what if it rips your skinny jeans as well? <laughs> so much bad stuff could happen. Um, <laughs> uh, so you've got Leo in front of you, the, the animated film. Do you want to... <laughs> Do you want to crawl into the pit this time? Because oh, no. you don't get, you can't just throw it in. You've got to crawl all the way in, 
breathing and then in. You have to exhale all of your air out of your body so your chest collapses on itself and you crawl into this crevice deep within the pit. And then you've kind of got a little bit of room to like throw it forward into this the narrowest part of the pit. Um, but then you do get stuck and die in there alone and frightened and die of like exposure. Um, like all those brave poor souls that are have died spelunking or are you going to put it in the castle <laughs> with Hotel Transylvania <laughs> where are you put in it I like the lack of any metaphor for yeah I don't castle. care <laughs> I'm putting it in the castle I'm definitely mm. putting it in the castle because I had a, a really lovely time watching it um, nice I accept there are, there are a lot of negatives with this and I don't think for one minute that it's a, a brilliant film or anything but I had a, a good time with it I thought it was fun funny yeah is it well made? Probably not. Does it make much sense? Not really. Is there enough in there to entertain? Yes. That's what I'm going with. I'm gonna let the drone fly this film into the castle. Ah, uh, that's 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 a better, better yeah. metaphor. How about you? Um, yeah, I'm gonna put it in the castle as well. I I, I did complain, but it's not that bad. It was this all is, right. This is why I I like you. <laughs> you let me get away with my antics. <laughs> no, I'm not like a hate hateful person like i think it wasn't very good I, I don't think i'd recommend anyone to watch it and i also don't think it's like a, an amazing film i don't think anyone will even watch it i don't think anyone will think about this in a week what i don't think <laughs> it's gonna make any will probably come out yeah you're not gonna watch this ever again you're talking probably all not. this big talk and you're never ever gonna watch this again ever ever i'll again. revisit not... it for the rankings that we're doing at the end of the year what we're not re-watching at all we're re-watching everything aren't we because we need them fresh in our mind. Oh, even the idea of that makes me sick. Yeah, that's disgusting. But no, it's fine. It was all right. Like I liked the Leo character. I thought he was very nice. If there's any like marketable like t-shirts or plushes and stuff, I'd buy it. I'd buy a Leo toy. <laughs> I'd buy all of them. I, I, there was one bit where they're all hugging him, and I was thinking, I was genuinely thinking maybe I'll buy a lizard. <laughs> I really like. I really like the look of him, like hugging like a jub jub. From the Simpsons kind of lizard. Like, I I love cute. the idea of you having a lizard. I think that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll get a lizard and just have it on my shoulder when we record. Yeah, I'd It'd love nice. it if you got one and you really looked after it as well. And it oh just, no, I wouldn't look after it. Yeah, die a horrible problem. death. I wanted or to it... become your whole personality that you're like a lizard guy. No, I'm a cave guy. I'm not a lizard a guy. Even lizard guy. <laughs> Haven't you got a lizard tattoo? Fuck off! I don't have a lizard. Tattoo. Oh no, no, no! It's an otter, isn't it? Yeah, this is a. An ongoing joke for I 10 years now. I didn't mean it in that way there. I actually genuinely... No, but you always used to be like, oh, I what's did... with the lizard tattoo? What's, used to be what's with the it. lizard tattoo? Oh, shut up. Anyway. <laughs> Is that the Chiquitos logo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember you saying that. Chiquitos? Chiquitos, yeah. And anyway, dead it's... restaurant chain. <sighs> Can we just finish? Oh, it's going to the castle. It's all right. Rock on, Leo. Yeah. You awesome lizard. We love your film. No, we didn't love it. I, I think it was serviceable at best. It was and fine. that was it—the hundredth episode, the final episode of the Sandler Pit. This I've, isn't the hundredth episode. I've joked with Luke that we were going to release this backwards, but nope, this is our hundredth episode. <laughs> no, it's not. Don't say that. <laughs> yeah, imagine it is. If I did that. I'd really hate that. I'm really glad this isn't our hundredth because I'm so tired and this dead and hungover. Good... Yeah, it hasn't been a good episode. I'm not hungover. I'm just tired. You are hungover because you can't handle your drinking. Well, because you lost so much weight. Talking <laughs> of losing weight, it's time for the Sandler 
No, it's time, it's time for Real Fit Boys. Little disclaimer, this Real Fit Boys you're about to hear was recorded prior to this episode. So any anecdotes that Luke Thomas has told about his drunk antics just aren't going to be included in this. And yeah, and I'm going to suddenly, in. I think I'm going to perk up suddenly in this next bit. I don't know. I remember you being pretty downbeat about being fat again. <laughs> Cue the music. <laughs> they are going to be real fit boys. As you can see, the two Sandler Pit boys are starting to get really fit. They're almost as fit as I was when I got slapped that time. Look and look up becoming Griffith boys, just like me. It ain't about how hard you get it, it's about how hard they become real fit boys. Real fit boys. I uh, I do love that new theme song with the AI voices. It's very, very good. Did um, you recognize who they all who all of them were? Sylvester Stallone, Chris yeah. Rock, Arnold Schwarzenegger, David uh, Attenborough. David Attenborough, yeah. <laughs> the four be- <laughs> the four corners of fitness. My Mount Rushmore. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, I can draw that as if you want <laughs> Mount Rushmore. Yeah, oh, that's a good idea, actually. And what did the Chris Rock one say? He's like, they're almost as fit as I was when I got slapped that time. <laughs> so shit. It's really good. How are you doing on your fitness journey, Luke Thomas? <laughs> <laughs> so you look sad You're really sad <laughs> I don't look sad so when did we last record an episode of this when was the last real fit voice right so I've actually been ed- editing that episode yeah and we recorded it I want to say it was the start of September no it right. was the end of August actually um it had just been the bank holiday weekend so we've not recorded for a solid about six and a half weeks. We said we were going to leave all of September because mm. your plan was mm. to do mm. a very clean eating oh. challenge. You were going to have no bread. You were oh. only going to have like proteins, broccoli and stuff. Mm. Um, you weren't going to drink for the whole month oh. because you'd been on your holidays. Um, mm. You were going to do that and you were going to try and go to the gym like as regularly as possible. Mm. Um, so you were cutting you were going to do a calorie count i believe and um we set a challenge where i was going to do 14 press-ups which i spoiler alert haven't done um and you i think you were going to do like five chin-ups or something right okay okay but um we never we always set these goals and they never write them <laughs> forget <down>. them. <laughs> like, it doesn't really matter but here we've got a unique thing where like i was editing it yesterday so i remember all of these things so yeah, how's how's that clean September month right, gone? So, in the first seventeen days of October. So it was about a week and a half after that, like two weeks. I got this uh, horrible flu for about two weeks. Oh, someone's crazy. hanging in a sick note, are they? Yeah, I did <laughs> my little sick excuse. It was right annoying as well. I was meant to go to a full team event in Birmingham. I didn't go to. Oh. I was a bit of a sourpuss for most of uh, the most of September. Yeah. Um, I ate like shit and I didn't go to the gym, which was all like a bit annoying. Um, But since then, I have been going to the gym way more regularly. I'm going like four times a week. No, I'm going like four times. (laughs) I'm going like four times a week or something. And 
I've been eating semi-clean more for the last week or so. Mm. Uh, but the problem I've got at the moment is I'm feeling really big. Like my arms and legs have gotten like really, really big, but my, my stomach is also like massive as well. So I'm just yeah. like just a big, big, heavy man at the moment. Mostly fat, would you say? or I don't know, like a mix. Like my arms are like this muscle and stuff. It'd be nice. Wouldn't it be so nice to be able to tell like your body fat and stuff? I almost ordered a pair of they call calipers. What they like What's pinch that? they pinch like the body fat to measure how fat you are. Fuck, is that how it does it? <laughs> it's like proper like old fashioned. It looks like something that like Forrest Gump's doctor would have had. Should we do? I'd love to do that at the end of the year. We go and get our oh, body mass <laughs> sorted out. But yeah, not too bad. I've just started running again. Because I wasn't running for ages. I was just weightlifting. Hmm. Um, and I'm adding more cardio in. I've not been swimming as much recently because I keep getting into horrible conversations in the sauna. So it keeps putting oh, yeah. me off. Like I've, I had one guy called Russell Brander G the other day. <laughs> I was like, for fuck's sake. What could that stand for? I'm hoping it's not gangster. Ghastly man. <laughs> Gaslighter. <laughs> um. <laughs> But yeah, it's not been actually too bad. I, I'm sounding all doom and gloom and everything. Uh, I'm at like 15.5, oh, still like, yeah, right. it's not that bad. It's not like that's, I've relapsed to... I think you said in the last episode you you weighed yourself on air and you were 15.10, so yeah, you've lost some. I've lost some, but it's not like all the way down to 15. I'm not like, I wouldn't say I'm lean at all at the moment. And we've no, gone into autumn. You're not going to be lean for another like three stone. Like you no cheeky offense. little, <laughs> you cheeky shit. <laughs> I went out uh, with one of my friends from school and he was telling me my, about BMI and stuff. And mm. he was saying like, because he was just saying he wanted to lose weight and not exercise or whatever, following a BMI thing. And I put mine in and it said that uh, if I wanted to not be obese, I needed to be nine and a half stone. Oh, fuck that. That's that's so wrong. That's I know definitely not the case. So yeah, BMI is just like an absolute nightmare. I was trying to kind of go over it because if you've got any kind of muscle density or any weight that isn't fat, it still says that it's bad weight or whatever. Hmm. And I don't think anything should be counted as bad weight anyway. Um, but also... Have you seen like those documentaries they have on like Five Star and stuff? Like there is some things that are bad weight. My 300 pound sister and stuff. Well, yeah, all right. Yeah, but like someone who's a little Let's bit... Stop dealing with like, absolutes. Can... but yeah in regards to the chin-up thing though i did do five chin-ups nice uh, which was awesome but i tried doing it yesterday and i felt sick after about three (laughs) Mm. i can't do it so i think it just depends uh i want to get up to doing like at least seven i think before the next one that's a good goal to be fair isn't it i want to try and do them but every time i remember to like think about doing it i've like finished my workout and i don't really want to like add something else to it yeah you know what i mean i can never be bothered i don't want it to be the first thing i do but i mean the the push-up thing i just that fully went out of my mind until yesterday when i was editing the episode i could have you tried wanna... to do it last night or this morning but do you want to go do you want to go do some now no i'm feeling well heavy i had a big protein lunch <laughs> i know i just had a massive wrap <laughs> just before a massive falafel wrap from Falafel King in Sheffield. Just falafel before we record. Yeah. Is that really the nice. same company as Burger King, but they just do the falafel versions? No. Same logo. Imagine it's no, that same don't... king and everything. Yeah, no, they're, they're two compete. Le- Lebanese outfit. 
They're two competing monarchs. <laughs> I love Game of Thrones. Right, I'll try and do some push-ups now. I'll just, yes! I'm not going to show on. you, though. No, show You're me. You're going to listen. You're going to listen and judge how... This is exciting. Slippers off. We'll just We're judge. watching. Uh... You see any of me? Uh, yes, which One. is... Two. I have a feeling that he's not going all the way down to the ground. Three. Four. That's four. Five. I can see his bum swinging back into frame, which is making me think he's not doing it with a straight back. But straightest back I've ever had. The eight. straightest back. Uh, okay. Eight. Oh. Ben. Right, that's enough. You said fourteen. Yeah, I'm all doing fourteen. Fuck it. I'm knackered. All right. I'm in my big dress anyway. It's weighing me down. Shall I go do some? <laughs> no, I feel jealous. I'm gonna go do some. I've done. I've lost so many calories there. I can't really afford to lose anymore. Thank <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go do some. Oh my god, I'm wearing a jumper as well. I feel like shit. Oh, right here he goes. He's got a show. I don't want you to show me. I want it to be the same, like the mystery. The mystery. Well, you'll not be able to see me, will you? Oh, your room looks grotesque. He's my room so doesn't much... look grotesque. <laughs> it's all stains horrible. on the wall and like loads There's of air freshener. The... Why have you got all those air freshener sprays? You fart loose. <laughs> I've got two air fresheners on the side in the clean room. <laughs> I need to take my. Uh... It looks on the Zoom window. It looks like you shrunk. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a really little man. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he's shrunk. <laughs> See, oh my god, I've got shit everywhere. This room's really small, and my fucking oh whatever. I said your room would look grotesque, and then you just said there's shit everywhere. One, two. He's just three. on the floor and counting. <laughs> Seven. Seven. His little head keeps poking up. He looks like Diglett, the Pokemon. <laughs> Twelve. Thirteen. Oh, you liar. How'd you go 15, from five to thirteen? Sixteen. Seventeen. Eighteen. Nineteen. Twenty. Ah. Uh, not having it. Not I'm not having it. You went from six to thirty. <laughs> I did. I did twenty. Easy, easy. Definitely did it, everyone. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna edit any of that. So we'll be able to tell he's lying. I'm I think you did lying. fourteen. You think I did fourteen? Yeah, I'd go I with fourteen. Tw- I did twenty. Mm. You are Loud dyslexic, though. Don't know if it's <laughs> That's not true. You just lied. You lied to our listeners, and you lied to yourself. Well done, anyway. He did really well. Brilliant 14 push-ups there. That's my goal as well. You, you've done my goal. I smashed your goal. And you smashed my goal of doing a good cut. So what have you been? How's your fitness journey been? Still good. God, I'm proper out of breath. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Oh, um, dude, we're five. So oh. I'm, still, I'm still doing that three-day split that I told you about mm. in the last step. But I've been doing it kind of like I try and get most of my exercise done on weekdays try and take mm. weekends off usually but um yeah i'm still doing that i've gone up a couple of weights not massive amount but like i'm doing like lap lap pulls yeah when i do those i'm doing like 60 kilograms and nice. there's a few i'm doing quite big weights like the bar i do um straight back rows like barbell rows oh, cool. i can do that with like i think 45 kilograms now i'm doing or something like that so like some some things i think i've got quite a good back quite a good chest quite good shoulders but then when it comes to just doing your curls and stuff i'm still not as high as i am with all the other things my back's looking fucking juicy though 
If there's any cannibals out your there, back. Like, eat me, eat my back. <laughs> Can you please start taking like progress notes just of your back? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine I'm really focusing on my back, back and what's, ankles. What's that called when you do these? What's that? The, lateral is it, raises. Is that a lat raise? Yeah. Yeah. I'm I hate sh- those. I do I'm them a lot, but I hate them. Me too. I'm really bad at them. I've been doing um, eight kilograms Mm. for 10 reps. And then the last set, I do 10 kilograms, eight reps, I think. Oh, nice. Yeah, I I do the same. I do eight kilograms. I'm terrible at them. Yeah. I find the same with shoulder raises, though. I find them Mm. really hard to do. Don't know what it is. Anything where you're pushing your arms up to a certain height just gets a bit annoying. I do, I think, 20s with that. Yeah. But... Yeah, any lat raises, anything using uh, those muscles, I'm just it's shit nice. at. Yeah, um, I've started doing even like on my leg day, you have to do calf calf raises. Hmm. Um, so like you put the barbell on your shoulders and then go on your tiptoes, keep just going up and down <laughs> on your tiptoes. It's quite camp, but I can do it with like a heavy weight. I can do that with like a 45 kilogram. Hmm. I could probably do it. I should probably use the actual bar where you add weights onto it. You know that hmm. one. But when I lift it up, because I'm doing it from the ground with the barbell, I have to do like what a sort of strong man would do. You know, when they lift it up and they like go over their heads. Yeah. Doing all these sort of like poses and it looks so weird. I mean, me doing things like that. It's I think you up. need to get out of the mindset that you look weird when you're doing these things. Yeah, because no one cares. But yeah. it just makes it, I think it's more that it makes me laugh because I still don't feel like the sort of person that goes to the gym, even though it's like where it's I'm spending most yeah. of my time. Yeah. But yeah, I've so in the last, I mean, it's been so long. It's a lot to talk about, isn't it? <laughs> I worked for all of September, which mm-hmm. I have hadn't been doing when we last spoke. Still managed to go gym. I think the least I went was still twice a week or something like that, which mm. I think was all right. So that job was quite full on that I did. I went away for a bit with Emma. Mm. We went to um, We went to Bath for a couple of days and... I actually used the hotel gym, which I thought was quite disgusting. Bloody hell. Not like me. I've been I've been still doing my diet quite a lot. Or still tracking. Mm. But while I was away, I didn't really like care. I kept tracking it just to see how much I was having. It wasn't that much more than what I usually do. Um and then when I got back, I felt disgusting because I'd had like a takeaway and stuff. So then I did mm. a week of like strict cuts where it was like porridge morning, like steak and broccoli for dinner uh, for lunch mm. and then like chicken breast and pasta for dinner or whatever what do you have in your porridge um, walk me through your porridge i'll tell you about mine it's, after. it's not the best it's not the best i've just got those taste drop things from my protein so i just put some golden syrup but it's like zero calorie oh it's really good what do you do so you get your oats and what you mix it water mm-hmm. and I'm scottish and... bruv do it the scottish way just water. What? Water? Do you leave it cold? No, of course I don't leave it cold. I put it in the microwave. All right, all right, all right. A minute and you... a half in the microwave, then I'd say two pipettes worth of the taste drops. Just give it a, give it, <laughs> give it a stir. What's wrong with you? In. And I yeah. had it with a protein shake as well. You put your protein powder in it? Not in it. No, I drank right, that. So you separate. have that. Do you have any fruit or anything like that in it? No. Nah. What? So you just have this mad... I don't nice. think... I don't like the idea of having hot hot porridge with fruit oh wow that makes me feel a bit sick it's really good do you want me to walk but, through mine like not really um but like 
<laughs> no, but like I grew up on having porridge and salt. Like that's what my like granddad used to do, like Scottish oats and stuff, like porridge and salt. Your granddad's Scottish, did you say? Yeah. Uh so they eat like it was still the war. Right. You don't like have mint, to though. Mints and gravy and stuff. No, I know. I don't have salt in it anymore. Mm. Might try it tomorrow. She um, has some blueberries to it. But no, I'm not I'm not about that. I do like it with blueberries, but I'd have that I'd rather have that cold, like the overnight oats type deal. Oh, uh, okay. I've not overnight um, oats in ages. Why well, what's yours then? Go on. All right. Are you ready? <laughs> this yeah, is what on. I call my uh my soup porridge. <laughs> <laughs> Did you call me Mr. Kipling? <laughs> I call this my super porridge. So I have it with oats, yeah. chia seeds, mixed seeds, cinnamon. Mm. milk put it in the microwave whatever like two minutes or something then strawberries or bananas or blueberries or apple usually maybe a combo of two of those this is why you're still fat you eat so much (laughs) (laughs) and then a teaspoon of uh peanut butter oh jesus bam and then maybe some honey as well you need to become more regulated and just have just water and zero calorie well, taste drops. When I was living in Costa Rica, I had to go up a hill because we had a group that were like, because I used to be a manager of this charity <laughs> thing there. And then we had a group that lived in the mountains uh, at this like really remote school. And you had to hike up this like mountain for about five hours to get to the school. Jesus. And they all were like going crazy and they'd all started like having cold po- uh, porridge with just just water cold (laughs) as i was walking up this hill i was like dying and they gave it me and it was the nicest porridge i've ever eaten what just just the water yeah they had that and i think they added some they had water porridge and then i think it was like no it's like hot (laughs) chocolate powder or something oh yeah that's probably right i just think having it cold it doesn't um it surely doesn't mix it doesn't no they like the nicaraguan way of having it is just oats and water, and you just drink it, mm. which, which I think is disgusting. That is not disgusting. right. Yeah, but... not to shame their whole culture, but that is fucking grim. Yeah, <laughs> is, where's, your, where's your microwaves? <laughs> you heard it here, all our Nicaraguan listeners. Email us, thesalica oh. gmail.com. Yeah, get that Luke shit Terry, on the hob, bro. Terry hates you. <laughs> um, I'm not going to dispute that. I don't know him enough to hate him. <laughs> um Maybe I, I should start having porridge like you and you should start having porridge like me. That sounds expensive, though, the way you're doing it as well. It's not that bad. I'm not going to lie, though. I don't have porridge that often. I just did it that week to try and like do a cut. Usually my breakfast recently has been a Warburton's protein bagel with uh, three rashers of, of turkey bacon. Right. Which is a really solid breakfast and it's 220 calories. Damn. Had a bit of ketchup in, a bit of butter. It's good. Um, and it feels like it should be a naughty breakfast, and it's not. I think that's what yeah. most of my diet is. It's like, oh, this should be naughty. <laughs> everything feels a bit naughty, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> that's it's a really good. But nice diet. Um, but yeah, I did. So I was really strict for a week. I, I think like you see a lot of stuff online about people having like chicken and broccoli, and they don't even put like mixed herbs on it or anything. Mm. I wasn't doing that. I was still like, making sauces and stuff but just with like tin tomatoes and stock and stuff yeah. you know, like a bolognese kind of sauce and stuff yeah and just Obviously. if you do anything like that just season everything yeah like, really yeah. well that's that's all you need but 
I was doing that and I was literally losing a pound a day. It was fucking nuts. Because I was going Jesus. to the gym and whatever. And I went down, I think the the lightest that I was, I was like 12, 10, mm. something like that. But I haven't kept up doing that. And like, it was manageable. I never really mm. felt hungry because I was still snacking, still eating loads of fruit, all that stuff. But it just got a bit boring. Did it for uh, like a week, I think it was. But like, yeah. that's not really my... I don't need to do that now because I'm now like the weight I wanted to be. Yeah, how much are you now? Uh, 12, 11. <laughs> which is one pound more than the lightest that I was. <laughs> wow. But, um, yeah, so now I, I did the BMI thing. Remember that was like my original goal was like, oh, I want to be in my BMI. Now I'm like nearly in the middle of what my age mm. height whatever should be mm. which is why it's nuts it's telling you you have to be nine it said to... nine stone to 12 stone or something oh to like... 12 stone but it's mad that it's saying even like i don't know i was like that's crazy that they're saying the highest end of it should be 12 stone and the yeah. average there is about like 10 and a half yeah i'm that's the thing i'm only just about in it yeah, and you're like quite slim and stuff. So any like yeah. if you were ten and a half stone, you'd be that'd be unhealthy, I think, for you. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be that because I'd be walking around like fucking slender man. But yeah. um yeah, that is that is weird, isn't it? But yeah, like I'm I'm kind of I think just gonna try and maintain this, maybe I think like what I said last time, like yeah, try and stop just tracking all the time because I know what I'm eating now. Don't really need to do that. Yeah. Um but yeah, I'm not really being strict anymore. I'm just eating what i want because we now have a month at the time of recording right now wait what's this for what episode is this going to be in this will be in our next episode this will be we're in... recording this part early right okay yeah so this will be in this this episode will be the one that goes out at the end of november right brilliant so we've got pretty much until that episode comes out until we record our next bit yeah got quite a while we've got quite a while yeah five six so... weeks yeah, so that makes sense. So what's your final goals for that like last last I think bit? To stay the same weight, but to start lifting higher, mm. slightly higher. And I don't know, I do keep thinking about next year going into like bulking and stuff. Yeah. Or like adding more mass and weight on. But I kind of have to see how it goes just because like weird diets don't really work with like having a busy life and stuff. Like yeah. I can do it now because I've been off work for a couple of weeks or like I've been part time basically between jobs. But mm. yeah, I don't know. I think just finding a way to make it work. But I think my main goal is just to not get back up to the stage I was this time last year where like I was sweating going up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like, can't see I... that happening. No, I think you're going to be fine now. Like I think that's the thing. It's like making sure you can get a schedule even when you're busy and stuff. Like mm. that's my problem is like if I'm ill or if like i don't know yeah, I'm it's going hard to push through isn't it yeah and if i'm working somewhere else or i'm like on holiday or anything like that it's hard to like get back into the rhythm like straight mm. away after and i've been doing a lot of like evening work and yeah, stuff like that that's the killer isn't it it's a right killer like if i'm finishing means, that means going to the gym in the morning but then yeah. that means being knackered at the end of the day and what i've been doing is i've been working from like i don't know like 9 p- nine a.m till like 5 p.m and then working like 5 till 10 at a different job mm. so it's just like when do i have time to go to the gym and then went the next day like being tired and stuff to be mm. fair though i think the gym's the least of my problems it's just having a bit of an unhealthy diet go, like working so much yeah so 
a bit yeah, of a balance, a hard, really. It is a hard one. Got to make it work. I found that the best thing is um, snacks. The best snacks, like I've been having loads of light baby bells, and they're fucking great. You know, a baby a light baby bell yeah. is fifty calories, and it's um, like six grams of protein or something in that. Yeah, that's great. I- you know what I'd love to do if we do this again next year is I want you to live a week living like me. I don't think I, I want, could. I think I'd I want... get too full and I'd be sick all the time. Because you're, <laughs> like, you're so greedy. Your neck. I am greedy, yeah. I'm, I'm gluttonous, I think. But no, I'd love to do that and then you live a, and I live a week like you. What, you have to... We do like wife swap? Yeah, I have to dress like, like you and live in your in house. Each other's houses. Oh, God, that would be wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I have to dress like a Cosby. <laughs> I have to be bald as well. Yeah, you have to shave your head bald. You have, have to, to grow a wig. No, I'll wear a wig. Yeah, yeah. You have to grow a mustache, and you have nice. to like just eat and live like me. Yeah. Or we go to the gym Speak together. To loads with... of troubled kids. Yeah, we've never been to the gym together. No, actually, that brings me on to my next point. I um, oh my god, it sounds like I've got like a plan. I haven't, but um, <laughs> I did a free day pass at Nuffield with my friend Tom yeah um, which I thought was good because it was kind of like I was getting to see a little bit of an insight into what yours is like yeah because you've sent me pictures of your gym before like these bright green walls and stuff mm. and I was in that gym and I was thinking god it feels like I'm in Luke's gym like yeah I could see it sort of picture it what do you think of the uh atmosphere of Nuffield it was different it kind it's of weird isn't it the gym felt a bit officey kind of yeah felt like yeah an office um, yeah, because all like the old the... rats are walking around. They're yeah, there's a like lot of 70. old people. I didn't like how it was decorated. No, mine feels quite cool and fresh, but that's because it's new. It's like mm. fairly new, but all of the machines felt a little bit old. And like went on the treadmill, and to like do the incline, it felt like you had to operate a crank. <laughs> it's interesting. <laughs> it has like a little pull. Because it's, pool, it's so it, it's so expensive as well, but then it's also it felt quite old school. Yeah. They yeah. didn't have they didn't have any barbells. They only had dumbbells and then bars that you like add weights onto. Didn't That's have any fixed barbells. We have we have fixed ones. Yeah. This I don't know if the one in Enfield's just a bit smaller or something. Yeah. Um didn't have like the incline press that I use usually. Had like mm. an incline bar, but um yeah, it was missing a few of the a few of the things, but did have that sauna and steam room. So I got to have that experience. What were the what were the guys like in your sauna? It was quite funny because I was with Tom and I, I'm used to him being quite like not quiet, but I don't think of him as being like Mr. Sociable. But he kept like trying to crack jokes. And no, we... no, Tom's not the yeah. guy who talks in the sauna, is he? And we were there on a Monday, um, like sort of midday. We had this really nice day actually. Me and him went to the gym, then went to Wagamama's and then went to watch <laughs> Dumb Money at the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lovely, lovely little day a lovely out. Lovely little day, yeah. We had a lovely time. We were in the sauna, and um, he said something. Apparently, it had been broken before, and they'd fixed it. And he was like, "Oh God, I'm glad this has been fixed." And everyone ignored him in there, and I couldn't chip yeah. him because I didn't know it had been broken. But um, yeah, he made a couple of little jokes, and then when we came out, he was like, "They're a tough crowd, weren't they?" Yeah, like <laughs> it really made me laugh. I'm the guy in the corner who's like just really silent, like doesn't speak, say a word. Yeah. And I'm, there's a few guys who come into ours who are like, they're such losers. They're like the biggest pack of incels and they all hang out together outside oh. of the sauna and they're like, they call themselves the sauna boys. 
Oh god. And they're like, and there was a day when the sauna was broken. Yeah. Oh my god. The sauna was broken or whatever. Or it was so the gym was closing, uh, but there was gonna be a, a women's only group that started at eight PM till nine PM. But the whole gym was closed except for that. And yeah. then these guys were like bloody hell what's the point in this wait why i mean we should have a bit more time in this sauna shouldn't we lad so i mean why don't we just come back in a wig (laughs) go home like how long do you have to be in this fucking sauna for yeah and they're always talking and they're always like oh do you think donald trump will win the next election or joe biden and they're like does it matter why does it matter donald trump hasn't even been like at the time of recording like elected as the republican nominee and he's like yeah "Yeah, he has yeah he has (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and they're just like the absolute perpetrators of all this stupid knobbery bullshit. No one will ever go out with them. The most are they, are they the group is, is your like enemy part of that group then? Which he sounds one? like he would jive with them. So uh, the big uh, one with the shorts warmer. The, the one he, with the sh- yeah. the shorts warmer. What the shorts warmer or whatever you said it was. He uses like the swim the swim short dryer to like <gasps> dry. Oh no, he's vest, vest boy. Vest yeah, boy. He puts his vest in it. Still city. Yeah. Steel City guy, nah, he doesn't. I've never seen him in the gym, uh, in the sauna. Uh, I thought we, I thought you had the argument in there with him, the trans argument or whatever it was. No, it's different. So here's my, a list of my enemies at the gym. There's the old guy, yeah, hate him. We know him, Burns the Bobby. nemesis. There was also another old guy, but I've never seen him again. So he's oh. he's off the nemesis list. There's the anti-trans guy. Yeah, uh, he does roll with the incels, but the incels are more like his like goons. Uh, and right. usually they hang away from him and they're like laughing and chattering away. But when he's not there, they're like just like pathetic or whatever. There's one guy, he goes to the gym, so he lifts he lifts the like two kgs for like a minute. Yeah. Then he goes down to the sauna. He's like, Evening lads, how's everyone getting on? <laughs> now then, now then. <laughs> and it's so annoying. Like him, there's this other loser who's like always on, like just always won't shut up. There's like a, a pack of them. I can't describe yeah. them. I'm, I can't even take a photo of them or like describe them because we're in, we're like nude. <laughs> we're in our little shorts <laughs> in the sauna. That's but the part just... I don't like is that you can't have like your phone and headphones. Yeah. I they're, my, my headphones. they're obviously my safety blanket in the gym. I think yeah. they're what stopped me having to speak to people. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, I've had like some people come in and they've had like nice conversations or they've, Asked me something or hmm. started no talking. No one speaks to me. I love it. In the sauna, though, no one speaks to me in the gym except people who are wanting something. Yeah. But but people in the sauna try and have a conversation with me. Right. And yeah, sometimes they... they're all yeah. right. But and most of the time, the lads who go to mine are just the biggest pack of nerds who've ever lived. Ate them. Yeah. Like, I did think that when I was using the ones at, at that gym mm. i kept thinking like would i use this would i want this it was quite nice but at the same time i think there's a lot of negatives for me that i wouldn't want to partake mm. in and i think that is the social aspect because i go to the gym i want to just exercise and get out of there yeah definitely some people are there for like four hours just chatting yeah there's a new guy at my gym just looking at him annoys me like he's not done anything wrong as well so i feel quite bad about it i'm a judgmental person and i'm have to live with that every day but he's um he's got curtains like his hair's curtains and every time i'm listening to my loud loud music and i always just hear come on let's go all the time like he's dj khaled or something he's saying let's go all the time and then the stuff he's doing isn't much like 
probably about mm. the same as what I'm doing, but he's making a real show of it. And yeah. I think that's the kind of gym person that I don't think I'd ever gel with. Yeah, they're like peacocking. It's a little it. bit, it's... look at me. And then you yeah. look and it's never that impressive. And then you've got like the huge guy in the corner, like fucking benching like 200 or whatever. Yeah, quietly getting on quietly with his doing work. It. Yeah, <laughs> yes, he's got a vein in his forehead, but he's not letting everyone know about it. <laughs> yeah, he's not screaming. Yeah, yeah, I just can't deal with it. And I'd if love I to talk to that person, it would suck. Yeah, I'd love to go to your gym. I'd love you to go come to mine. You're welcome yeah. anytime. But I wonder uh, what the vibe would be like if I came to yours. It's but just like welcomed, or do you think they'd shun me? Do you think they think posh boy or something? Because I've got a southern accent. Nah, because it's a lot of students and stuff. It's it's a welcoming atmosphere. They won't yeah. they won't bother you. I know that you think Sheffield is just like this hub of you make it sound wearing. like that though. You make it sound like a dungeon. <laughs> ah, yeah. Traditional Yorkshire blokes. <laughs> All the incels around their cauldron in the sauna. <laughs> yeah, but they're not Yorkshire incels. They're just incels. Oh, they're just general ones. They're just general incels. They're not like, now then, now then, how's it, how's it getting on? Don't you think women suck? <laughs> women should have nout. <laughs> women nout should have nout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just they're just losers. You, yeah, they're just standard British losers. Yeah, I do feel like it is a big thing we need to do. Is we need to do an exercise together because we have built this up. Yeah, that does seem like where this would end. But I don't think we'd like it because we both do quite different things. Yeah, and I don't like spotting people. I don't like yeah. exercising with people, and neither do you. No, no. The one day I did it with Tom, it was I didn't mind it, and. It was kind of nice because he kept on telling me about how he can do like shoulder press with like 26 kg. And then I was worrying about that because I was like, oh, he's going to expect me to do that. And then when it came down to it, he was doing exactly the same as me. So I was just laughing. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Six kgs. So it might be the same. No, <laughs> he wasn't doing, He was still doing more than me, but it was sort of like, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. He wasn't humiliating you. No. Like, come on, me. come on, little man. No. <laughs> He wasn't saying, come on, little man. <laughs> but no, I think, um, yeah, my goal is just to keep pushing. I think that's all you can really do, isn't it? Yeah. I do want to start seeing some bigger growth, but I also don't know where, I, where I'm at with the dieting thing. I don't know if I'm ready to like push, you know, to bulk and then look at the scales and see really high weight. don't know how I feel about that. I don't think you would see probably really be worth it. Just like a little bit. It'll be I do fine. need to try and build some muscle, but... I don't know. All in good time. Yeah. Well, don't worry about it too much. Like, I think it'll be fine. I think um, what you said when you said the other day, even though you've got bigger, like, you know, your weight is higher. You're like saying you you feel stronger still. Yeah, I feel stronger, but I'm... That's where it's I not am like all, as well, I think. Yeah, it's not like all, yeah, it's not like all muscle though. So I do want to lean out a bit, but I don't want to say anything bold and then come back at the end of the Happy Gilmore one and say I failed. Yeah. It is but, mad though, because... Like, I've lost all this weight and I can see it. I can see, like, my my sides aren't looking as before as quite big hips. But it is true that, like, you can lose however much weight and you might still have a belly. Yeah. So I'm, like, I'm going to the gym constantly. I think, say I do four days of gym a week, three days off. Mm. On those four days, I'm probably burning, like, 600 700 active calories just in the hour that i'm in the gym and then you know there's the rest of the day today mm. so like i'm losing a lot but the belly's still there yeah my proportions man fucking sucks <laughs> how do you water this 
you've got to like do zero sugars and yeah. bulk no, and then bulk and then cut bulk and then cut and do that mm. forever i probably could do that i don't really have that much sugar yeah just bulk now just from yeah. now until the until the next the episode bulk and then all through christmas cut be miserable all <laughs> that's the worst christmas. time isn't it i, I don't mind being bulk, like bulking and having like your christmas dinner why don't you bulk during december because then every, I might. you'll be in lots but you'll be working out lots so it'll be fine I might see what my work schedule is like, and if I know I'm going to be able to get to the gym like three times a week, then I might, mm. then I yeah. might do it. And do a dirty off. bulk all through December. Nah, I don't want to be dirty. I like the fact that I wake up feeling healthy. Do you know yeah. at the moment I can wake up like M woke me up this morning, and I think within two minutes I'd got up, gone to the toilet, weighed myself, had a bottle, had a glass of water, and I like I just felt alive. This time That's last really year, nice. it used to take me like half an hour just to wake up. Yeah. But now I can be like, all right. As long as it's yeah. gone like a certain time. I think if it's gone half six, I can do that and be okay. Yeah. I hate That's the good. fact I make breakfasts and stuff now. It's disgusting. I never used to do that. I used to just power through, have a cereal bar, and then just a... gorge myself at lunch. But now I'm <laughs> spreading it out through the day. Spread it out. Nice. Yeah. I really want to try your really crap porridge. Yeah, I don't. The thing with that porridge is that I don't see that as one of my breakfasts that I enjoy. Do you know mm. what I mean? That's why I don't really go for it. I've probably had that. Yeah, that's just the fuel breakfast. That's like I've got an early start today, so I'm gonna have the quickest thing I can have. Yeah. But um, the bacon bagel is the one I enjoy. All right. Nice. Do I did the yeah. other day? What? A scrambled egg omelette, and I used that as a wrap instead of having bread. I made the omelette. And I... You made the omelette as the wrap. <laughs> as the wrap, yeah. That sounds awesome. <laughs> it was good, actually. Oh, I'm eating sake. so much meat at the moment. Probably have a heart yeah. attack. Yeah, eat some vegetables. Of course, I'm eating vegetables. <laughs> Every, the only things you've mentioned are salt. <laughs> salt and porridge all right look are you, are you tracking you're not tracking at the moment are you i'm not tracking no i want to know really... everything you've eaten today what everything i've eaten today yeah everything you've eaten ate... today and then i'll tell uh, you everything i've eaten all right so i had my porridge this morning the one and that explained. was that was with a banana and peanut butter i didn't have any of the other fruit in it and then i had a falafel wrap from falafel king and he puts on all sorts of <laughs> he stuff puts on a it's display like, yeah, he he adds in uh, this weird mixed salad. These like I don't know yams. They're like purple. I don't know. Um, aubergine. On... No, it's not aubergine. It's like it's like a sweet potato, but it's like purple. Purple. Yeah, I have had those actually. Yeah, he adds on hummus. What else is he throwing? He's he's throwing in all sorts That's of fully shit. Fully loaded. Then, that sounds then, like. Then the falafel, garlic sauce, and then oh, chili yeah. sauce. And it's amazing. So at the end of my road as well. It's so, if anyone's good. visiting Sheffield, oh, you I've know, just dox myself. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever come near my home. Are you well, the falafel prince by any chance? You look very I'm, close to the king. I'm the heir. I'm the heir to the kingdom. <laughs> but now it's it's very very tasty. So I had that just before starting. I also had two cups of tea with mm. milk and a black coffee and a pint of water. Nice. We'll, and you've we'll been break. to the gym today. I haven't been to the gym today, oh, no. You said you were going to go. You haven't gone. I know, because I had to watch the film this morning, and then I had to go to some other thing. Then I had a class. I've just Fair not enough. had time. I went yesterday. I'm going to go tomorrow. Fine, it's fine. Just leave me alone. No, there's nothing wrong with it. I just thought you were going to go today, you know, but you've let me down. Um, 
Well, today I've had my three slices of turkey bacon on a protein bagel. Yeah. That was my breakfast. For lunch, you'll like this. I had high protein fusilli uh, yeah. from Morrison's with a chicken breast, tomatoes, chopped chopped tomatoes, tin, mm. um, a whole orange bell pepper and half an onion. Nice. A bit of garlic in that. That was lunch. That was solid. That was a very solid lunch. I'm actually still yeah. feeling feeling it. Then I had a baby bell. No, nice. this is this is between lunch and breakfast. Actually, I had a baby. This bell. is the low fat ba- baby bells that you low were. fat, yeah, the light baby I'm bell. Fat. Yeah, yeah, fifty calories. <laughs> I want to get sent some baby bell. Imagine it's the only thing we get from. This <laughs> and we're sponsored by baby bell. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I remember fridge, as a kid. I, I remember readers. as a kid. I went to my friend's house. I'd never had a baby bell before, and I chewed right into it like an apple. Oh no, the, the red plastic. Yeah, I thought that was the skin. (laughs) Chewed right through the wax. That's terrible. Yeah. Um, I had a packet of fridge raiders. That's another king of snacks. Yeah. That's a really good snack for protein and stuff. Then I had a protein shake. Yeah. I'm on the fudge ones now. Chocolate fudge. Yeah, I'm on that one, I think. Or the the brownie one. It might be that. Chocolate fudge brownie. Yeah, it's it's quite a good shake. It's all right, yeah. And a peanut butter and jelly grenade protein bar as well. nice so i'm i'm in on all the fads the low fats the proteins all all the little shit diet treats i'm eating them that's what i had today so far that's what that's a lot of snacks you've snacked a lot How... it's probably it's very low calories it's because i got lot, up early it? though i had that bait i had that breakfast at like seven o'clock so yeah. i've kind of ne- needed to keep snacking yeah and then for dinner i'm gonna have a tofu stew. Very nice. Yeah. I'm having a salad for dinner, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I've got to have something light and then, because I'm teaching and then going to play poker at some friend's house. <laughs> and I've never played poker before in my life. I don't understand no, it. I wouldn't know no, where to start. Me neither. I'll have to watch a YouTube video later. Yeah, do that. Watch the film 21 with Kevin Spacey. <laughs> in um... this amount of time. I have no time. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's a good one. I think it's a bit of a low for you, but not really. Yeah, it's... mine's still just on that straight edge. Yeah, but I would, this could I would, be a turning point for both. I'd of I'd like us, a I think. finale. Yeah, I'd like a a bit of a dramatic one for the next episode. I just wish that I'd taken more photos at the start when I was like bigger. I've got one photo yeah. of me where I've got a massive chin, but like it could just be a bad angle. Yeah, exactly. You I know? need to see some big. Yeah, you need to get fat again, yeah. <laughs> so I can see it. It's I've got that marvelous. one picture. Do you remember that Emma sent me of my back? Yes, I remember that photo of your back. It wasn't that bad. That's why I've now been working on getting those wings. All right, <laughs> okay. strong back. So I, I don't see. have that same That's picture. The strong back. Yeah, but yeah, I look forward to our next rule fit boys. Anyway, this has been a great one. Yeah, um, me too. As you can see, the two Sandler Pit boys are starting to get really fit. And there you have it. Another month of real fit boys. Mm. Another new goal. <laughs> <laughs> a new body to strive towards. I'll say. And another episode comes to a close. That was Leo, the new animated mm. film. Um, very fresh. This is probably going to be the quickest we release an episode after it coming out, like the film yeah. being released. But yeah, yeah, let us know what you thought of it. We thought it was good enough for the Sand the Castle, just about. Catch it on Netflix if you want, if, if you've still got an account. Kind. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, that's Leo done. Um, Luke, what are we going to be doing in our next episode of uh, The Sand? In our next episode, we are going to be watching a little film called Happy Gilmore. Whoop, whoop. We've been waiting a long time for this. Yeah. We, 
we're always getting approached in the streets saying, when are you going to do Happy Gilmore? Didn't some boy bring it up to us the other day? Yeah, someone commented it on our... I did a I did a little bit of a questionnaire about Leo, <laughs> <laughs> of which I think it got about five responses and we were three of them. <laughs> 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 and one of the responses was, do Happy Gilmore, you cowards, I think. Yeah. And we've listened. And that is the reason we're doing it. Not yeah. because it's the last thing that we've got left to do. No, it's just because of that one guy. Tom Booth? Tom Booth. Well, thank you, because we were going to just not do it. But because of you, we're now doing it. Yeah, we weren't going to bother because nothing gets better than Leo. But <laughs> here we are about to watch Happy Gilmore. Cool. Yeah. Well, we've both seen it before and we'll give you some more context on our experience of watching it and all that next time. But yeah, until then. Yeah. Uh, so if you're listening. Like, yeah, thank you. If you want to get in touch, you can email us at thesandlerpit at gmail.com or you can follow us on, <laughs> you can go on to our social media at the Pit on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. You can send us a direct message there. Um, and if you do, I guess we could read an email out. We won't read any of them out anymore, will we? we yeah, don't... we will. We've got, we've got a few more episodes to come. And if we get some feedback, it would actually be really useful for our last two episodes. We'd love to hear from listeners. Let us know what you yeah. think. Thank you very much to Joe Tyrone for doing all the music for this podcast and uh, just being a, a good chap. Yeah, he's a good lad. Um, thank you, Luke Thomas, for managing to stay awake through this whole recording, despite looking like the man on TikTok that cries at everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that also I reminds me, like... follow us on the Sandler Pit Talk. Things are popping off over there. Oh, yeah, of course. You thank feel you, like Luke. deaf, don't you? Yeah, I feel like I'm a faint. We've got an hour <laughs> like, of real fit boys to record. No, now, so. I, I, you'll poke up you, for that. Thank you, Luke Terry, for doing all the editing for this and doing all the trailers and all that. Pretty good. You're welcome, man. You're welcome. It's been a joy doing it with you. I look forward to yeah. talking about Happy Gilmore with you in our next episode. But until then, goodbye. <laughs> You're not going to thank me. God damn, I thanked you already, shit. didn't I? <laughs> Did you? Oh. Thank you, Luke Thomas, for your artwork. It's always inspiring and always almost on time. Cheers. Thank you. Yeah, so come back next time when we're going to be talking about... Don't cry. (laughs) He's sad because it's it's almost over. He's crying like a banshee. (laughs) Everything has to end. I know know Leo convinced you otherwise, but things do have to come to an end. (laughs) Life is inevitable. Let me just fucking wrap up. So come back next time uh, when we're going to be talking about Happy Gilmore. Until then, it's been a very happy sad goodbye from me and a very happy sad goodbye from him. Sounds more like a sad goodbye from you. You're so sad. Just let me go to bed. (laughs) This turtle can't be trusted. Oh, fuck off. What is so special about this reptile?